I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Top of the evening to you, Patrick. Ah, top of the evening to you, Sammy. Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. I, oh man, I'm struggling with, to do an Irish accent. Yeah, well, I don't think I'm <laughs> Sometimes hitting Sometimes I can get it and I do it really well and today is not one of those days. Yeah, I don't but think yeah, I ever get it, but you know, it's always good to try, right? You're not wearing any green, which means I can pinch you on the bottom. Well, good thing we're in Zoom land because you are <laughs> unable to physically do that. Well, I'm just going to have to call in a favor from my good friend, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to be a welcome surprise when I go upstairs. <laughs> I do not like a bottom pinch. <laughs> just like you do not like things smushed in your face. I don't like smushy or sticky things. I don't like pinching bottoms. I don't like to Are be touched. Are you Irish at all? Oh, very oh. Irish. With a name like... My name? Patrick. <laughs> Bohan. Well, I don't know. I don't know what Bohan is. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done the 23 in me, but I'm pretty sure I got a lots of Irish in me. I know for yeah. a fact that my great uncle came straight from Ireland. So oh, there's okay. that. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm Irish as well. I don't know how much, but I know I'm Irish on both parents' side. Yeah. I'm a bit of a mutt, I'm sure, but I got to I gotta figure I it out eventually. Am. I, You know, I'll pay for the test and try to... Yeah, I want to do one of those too. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So do do you guys do like corned beef and cabbage or anything like that? Nope. No, actually. Oh, we do. Oh, you know what we did do though? We did uh, cupcakes. Amy made some very nice chocolate cupcakes with a green frosting. That was really good. And it was so good that I dropped the frosting all down the front of my shirt and I had to change it before the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like the one that you're wearing, Jurassic Park. Yes. Well, I had another shirt on top, and then, you know, that had to go. It was a nice was button it green? up. No, it was black. <laughs> oh, come on, Pat. Oh, who cares? Where's your pride? Who's, who, who cares? Where's your homeland pride? I don't, I don't know, know. What that is. Yeah, I don't know. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying our best, okay? And I know we have listeners in Ireland, so <laughs> we're oh. so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I won't say my thing about St. Patrick's Day then. Why? Is it offensive to the Irish? Uh, that's offensive to a strongly held belief about what St. Patrick's okay. Day is. Well, maybe we, uh, you know, uh, err on the side of caution, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, let's just say I consider this day, as a, as a pagan, as a witch, I consider this day an Irish Heritage Day oh. rather than St. Patrick's Day. Does it have something to do with Will o' the Wisps? No. Is that an Irish thing? Yes. Okay. It is. But it has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Mm-mm. Okay. So St. Patrick's Day is about St. Patrick removing the snakes from Ireland. Ooh. But there were never any snakes in Ireland. And I have a big... There were witches. I have a big fear of snakes. There's got to be yeah. some sort of connection here. <laughs> Maybe you My should name, go back to snakes. Ireland. <laughs> you would find a welcome country with no snakes. Yes, that'd be great. <laughs> well, it's St. Patrick's Day. It's also episode... 22, laddie. (laughs) Yes, it is. I get so confused with what episode we're on because we're recording like two weeks in advance. One episode where we're publishing another episode. It's confusing. Yeah. There's a lot of of, uh, working out the numbers, but you know, we're staying on top of it. 22. Mm -hmm. 
I'm feeling 22. <laughs> Me too. Or is it, was that I'm feeling 23? I think it's 22. 23 is like a whatever number, but 22. Now I got to look it up. It's definitely 22. I know my T-Swifts. Do you? Because yeah. you don't know music at all. Yeah, I know. But this one I know. I'm, I'm fairly confident on this one. Wow. I'm like a 99 percentile on this. Okay. Watch. It's going to come back and be like 27. I'm way off. Yep. It is 22. See? Nailed it. Knew it. Uh, that's, that's so funny <laughs> that you know your T-Swift and I know my else. T-Swift. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, speaking of T-Swift... Yes. Uh, we're making some changes to the podcast. Ooh, to make it more swift. <laughs> to make it more swift. See, look at that. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> so we're only allowing ourselves, honestly, it's mostly we're only allowing Pat to make two predictions from now on. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> let's be real. We're cutting down <laughs> the, the predictions. You're the one who makes way too many predictions. <laughs> yeah. I tend, to, I tend to feel like I'm never giving enough and I just keep going with predictions and yeah. uh, we came up with the decision that perhaps we don't need as many predictions. We can cut them yeah. down a little bit. So we're limiting ourselves to only two predictions. And another change that will help make this podcast even more T-Swift mm. is uh, we're, we're also going to cut down our, our end section of what we've been watching, reading, listening to. And rather than saying all of the things, we're going to cut it down to just one. Right, so we're, we'll basically just give one recommendation of one things reco. that we are watching, reading, and listening to, and then if we have them, sometimes one that we really recommend that you don't watch, read, or listen to. Sure, yeah. Just I think that'll, that comes up uh, sometimes. that'll help rein in the length of our podcast. Last podcast yeah. was definitely our longest, um, but it, you know... I think we always go along. It was also two Buffy episodes. (laughs) It was two Buffy episodes, which (laughs) tend to be on the longer side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We embellish a little bit more on those. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like to embellish. I like to, you know, (laughs) I I like to have flair. Well, so so do I. I like to go back on a lot of the details in Buffy, more so than the lost ones. (laughs) There's a lot to unpack, you know? There is. There's fun, fun dialogue. You know, usually more so in Buffy than Lost. Yeah. Um, although there's been some fun, there's been some fun dialogue in Lost. There's as well. a lot of good stuff in Lost, but I feel like it's it's fairly more spread out and it's more dramatic, which we don't hang up on so much. Whereas Buffy, there's a lot of comedic moments and a lot of quips, yeah. a lot of fun character things, and a lot of things in the background we just gotta check out. You know, things in the background of Lost are like, you know, trees jungle right beach, usually a lot of trees scott and steve <laughs> well not steve <laughs> oh anymore? right scott not scott no not oh, scott no, scott died <laughs> or was it steve <laughs> no it was scott, scott i don't died. remember scott r.i.p scott <laughs> r.i.p scott gone yeah. too soon yep so we're gonna make those changes to the podcast see if we can cut down the length a little bit just make my editing a little shorter that'd be nice but yeah. uh yeah what else is going on? <laughs> Anything? How's your yes. how's your legal battle? Everything good over um, there? Nothing, nothing really new to report there. Um, I tried calling my representative today and put you on like, hold. <laughs> well, no, there's not really a direct like they're not in their offices because of COVID. So you oh, basically yeah. just get directed to like an answering machine. Mm. Um, but it's that you know the answering is like we are listening to our messages though. Sure. Um. So I left my message, but I there was like a beep, like 
a few seconds into my message. So I'm like, did it cut off? Like, I have no idea what happened with that beep. <laughs> I love like, when I that don't... happens. It drives me nuts. <laughs> or when I you think... talk for about 30 seconds and then it beeps. And it's like, if you're happy with your recording, press seven. Well, if, if that had happened, I would have been okay because I would have known what was happening. But I talked for like three seconds and then it beeped. And I was like... <laughs> I don't know what what's do happening. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, do I try to leave another message? I right. don't want to sound crazy. So I just, because I had emailed my representative a couple weeks ago and hadn't heard anything. So then I called today and then I also followed up via email, but I still haven't heard anything. Yeah. So hmm. if I don't hear back from him, I'm going to have to go to my state representative. Yeah. Hmm. You know, go right on up the food chain. Right. He's probably got a message sitting on his voicemail that's like, hi, my name is... And that's it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Great. This is helpful. <laughs> He's like, all right, well, let's Maybe file that in the done basket. Thank you, person. <laughs> Thank you, citizen. <laughs> Thank you, citizen, Concerned for your citizen. input. We have taken your, all your words into account, all three. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what? anything new in your life? Nope. Just being St. Patty's Day, not wearing green. <laughs> Great. I'm going to text Amy right now. No, 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 no. I'm sorry I brought bum. that or you brought that back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I am excited. It's okay. When she listens to this one, she'll she'll come through. Retroactive pinching? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that won't be fun either two weeks down the road here. <laughs> You'll never know. You'll yeah. never suspect it. But I am excited that after a big double Buffy episode, we are mm. back hitting both Buffy and Lost. I am too. Yeah, and these are some big episodes, huh? Well, Bangers, you know. as you would say. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> Lost one is. Buffy is like, you know. I don't know. I got some things to say about this Buffy one. Ooh, great. Was, I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's a you know, I had a good time right. with this one. All right, yeah. all right, all right, all right, With all of that, <laughs> should we just get into it? Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into Buffy. All right, so this was, we watched um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2, Episode 11, Ted. Ted. And the original air date is December 8th, 1997. So this was the last one that aired of 97. Then they took a little break and came back Mm -hmm. a little bit later, 98. Um, It was written by David Greenwald and Joss Whedon, and it was directed by Bruce Seth Green. So some of your predictions that were relevant or recent is in episode 20 of this podcast, when we watched The Dark Age, you said that Jenny will be in more peril, but first we got to earn her respect back. She's got to warm back up to Giles, and that's going to take maybe four to five episodes. Yeah. How many How many on are we? Like two, three since that yep. happened? Well, yep. that was, yeah, The Dark Age was episode eight. So that was only two, three back. So, yeah, only three back. Yeah. So, so it's close. Missed the mark close. a little bit on that yeah. one. But yeah. you were right in that, you know, needed to take a little bit of time. Well, they definitely warm. Well, I'm not going to say no, anything. No, I'm not going to say anything. God, leaky bucket, <laughs> Pat, all myself. over the place. Can't help myself. I just spill Plug this water up, out of this bucket. Angel right. isn't the only vamp Buffy will ever make out with. This is a um, prediction that you had last episode. Mm-hmm. And you said perhaps maybe Spike. Something could happen. Other vamps could come in and out, and she might make out with them. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
And then you said that you don't think the second Slayer, which is Kendra, yeah. is a Terminator. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and you said she's gone. She's in the ether because that accent was bad. She's yeah. never going to come back. <laughs> I don't know. She could come back, but that accent was pretty bad. And I, I think the ratings are going to reflect that. And they're going to take that into account. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and then you said Spike and Drusilla are back. Drusilla's the new big bad. Spike will be out of it for a bit. And then the rest of this you kind of recanted, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. <laughs> you said this is where the turn starts to happen, where Spike starts to figure out that there might be another way to this vamp life. <laughs> Maybe his head got knocked around and he's starting to think his vamp life over and he's going to break good and go the way of Angel. And mm. then I reminded you that Angel has a... a soul because he was cursed by a gypsy and then you were like all right that may or may not happen <laughs> and then you abandoned everything other than drusilla being the strong one and spike being out for the count for a while see this is why we got to limit all my predictions because i said exactly. they start to get a little wily near the end <laughs> yes well i i'm also not going to allow you to say this might or might not happen anymore no that's, I that's can't, the I can't, end of the road i can't ride the line path. on, on no, my predictions you can't anymore ride the line because no. i'm not gonna allow you to be like see i was right either way whether yeah. this does happen or doesn't happen i think i let not... you ride the line once or twice now haven't i mm, no mm, okay i don't ride the line i'm honest about when i'm wrong all right <laughs> and then i'm sad about it <laughs> um and then you said willow and oz are going to be the get be together and then oz is gonna die the willow that was of it. oz very blunt like <laughs> the wizard of oz willow of oz there's there's something there. Of Oz. Yeah. yeah. Let me let there. me workshop that. I'll get All back right, to you. Yeah. Come back to me at the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, those were your predictions. Mm -hmm. So let's get into this episode. Let's do it. All right. At night, Buffy, Willow, and Xander are walking down Buffy Street. Willow and Xander are arguing about the Captain and Tennille. Um, oh. Buffy didn't know who they were, and neither did I. Did no. you, Pat? Nope. Have no idea. In fact, in my <laughs> notes, I said Captain and Tennille. What's that mean? Yeah, I was like, is this like, I don't know what I thought it was. Like I thought it was an old TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is not correct. They were a husband Nuts. and wife recording artist team oh. that were big in the 70s. Captain Daryl Dragon, which I don't know why he needed to call himself Captain when his last name was Dragon. Hey, why not? One, you, know, you know, like just be Dragon. Nah, Captain Dragon. The got Dragon a nice ring and to it. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Okay. Uh, and then his wife, Tony Tennille. They're best known for the song, Love Will Keep Us Together, which I bet you know. It goes, love, love will keep us together. Oh, yeah. Think I do of know me, that song. babe, whenever. Yeah. Is that kind of uh, disco, like 70s? Yeah, that's what I said. They're big in the 70s. Mm, that's where I got that from. <laughs> Think of me, babe, whenever. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's who that is. <laughs> Uh, so it's been quiet in Sunnydale since the disappearance of Spike and Drusilla. And according to Angel, the contract with the Order of Taraka is off. So Buffy doesn't have to worry about seeing any more assassins. They get to Buffy's house and she sees that the door's open. Slightly so tells, ajar. Slightly ajar, yes. Now, so, if, if you get home and you're, you're oh my God. What front is it with door, you doors? <laughs> if your front door, it's <laughs> a quick question here. Okay, if your yeah. front door is slightly ajar when you get home, yeah. do you go in? 
Well, Buffy is a superhero. Okay. okay? I'm asking about so you, So she's though. going in. She's going in to protect her mom. Do I go in? Yeah. Well, actually, that is a great question because Dave and I went on a walk yeah. um, uh, over the weekend, I want to say, and we thought that we closed the door all the way, but I guess we didn't. So it was slightly ajar. Slightly ajar? It was slight, this exact scenario. Oh, my goodness. And I went in, and I went in first. Well, that answers that? the question. But generally speaking, when when I'm, like, leaving my house for a long period of time, I have an alarm system that I put on. Right. So ain't okay. no way people are going to get in my door without an alarm going off. Yeah. Okay. But I probably would go in. If I, if I was alone, I mean, Dave and I were together, and we had Appa, and... You know, and he's a real vicious dog. He's <laughs> very take vicious. Him down. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't really worried if it was just me or just me and Appa. Yeah. I might be like, okay, what? I might scan the yard and be like, all right, what can I get for a weapon to bring right. in with me first? Mm-hmm. You know, what about you? If the door is slightly ajar, I'm going in. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get a weapon first? No. You just go right I in. I already got two Guns weapons. blazing. Lefty and righty, okay? Here we come. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's pretty much what Buffy does. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So she tells Willow and Xander to wait outside, and then she quietly sneaks in. She hears a glass break, and then her mom shouts no, and then she busts into the kitchen and finds her mom... Making out with John Ritter. <laughs> the actor John Ritter. The actor John Known Ritter. as Ted in this show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Awkwardness <laughs> ensues and Joyce introduces Buffy to Ted. Yeah. Very awkward. We, very awkward. I mean, I would definitely feel awkward if that were me. If you were the um, mom or if you were Buffy? All around. All every, around. Either, every, either way. If I was every if one, Ted. any one of them, yep, <laughs> yeah. I'd be Anyway, you cut it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Back from the intro, Ted is serving up mini pizzas, and Joyce tells (laughs) Buffy that Ted is a computer salesman who redid her entire system at the gallery. Yeah. I bet he redid her system. Hey-o! Hey-o! Ted and Willow are nerding out about computers and Willow's nine gigabyte hard drive. That's actually really huge back then. Yeah, it was, but like, (laughs) he can't do anything with that now. No. Now it's- Can you uh, imagine? Very pittily. Yeah. Um, but yes, back then, definitely big time. Big time. Uh, and so Ted offers to upgrade her computer for free. And she squeals with delight while Xander... <laughs> Very shrill. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> I've so uh, never heard that noise come out of Willow before. <laughs> no, but that's what happens when she's geeking out. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, I do a similar thing with Blu-rays, you know, when I get really excited. Yeah. <laughs> what does that sound like? <laughs> You know, something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, uh, Xander is waxing poetic about Ted's pizza. Ted says the secret is frying it in herbs and olive oil and using a cast iron skillet. This sounds like a really good pizza method. It does sound really good. Yeah, frying anything, but especially pizza. And especially in a cast iron skillet. Yeah, wow. So I looked at Dave and I was like, we got to try that. Yeah, we got to try Ted's recipe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Buffy refuses the pizza and Ted apologizes for meeting this way. He says to her, I know you're the most important thing in her, meaning Joyce's life. Yeah. And well, gosh, that makes you pretty important to me too. Mm -hmm. And Joyce says, 
Buffy, I really want you to be okay with this. And Ted says, beg to differ, we really want you to be okay with this. <laughs> and as a child of divorce who watched several women and men flow in and out of my parents' lives and yeah. my life, my life, I already wanted to puke here. I was like, oh mm, yeah, gross. <laughs> well, also as a child of di- <laughs> divorced uh, parents, <laughs> I, kn- I know this feeling very well yep. of being mm-hmm. like, what's happening here? And like, don't start with this we nonsense the first time I see you. Okay, this is not a <laughs> we. This is still into the we. you. Yeah. You got to work your way into this family unit. And that's going to take years, years, years before you can this say situation. we. Yeah. Yes, I agree. That I'm so glad that we're talking about this because I was like, I was like, I know that we have this in common. Yeah. And I was, you know, like, I'm very open about talking about crazy shit that i've been through so i was like i wonder if pat is gonna like engage in this dialogue a little yeah, bit i think it's a fairly common uh occurrence and feeling amongst kids of divorced parents yeah. who you know go off and date others it's uh it's something to contend with with your emotions on this it's uh it's different no matter how nice these people are you know yeah you might have your guard still, up yeah definitely because yeah. you're protecting you know your your parental unit and also the family right. you know it's definitely them stepping into territory yep yep um so buffy says that she's okay with it but she's clearly not um and we see how not okay she is when we cut to her beating the snot out of a vampire <laughs> yeah. in the park <laughs> this is a classic smash cut we smash yep. cut to her literal beating up vamps. smash cut <laughs> <laughs> literal smash cut <laughs> And Giles is like, uh, I think that's enough. You know, and he tells her it's, <laughs> it's taking, taking time. time. <laughs> uh, really, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. And then after a few more kicks and punches, she finally stakes the vampire. He like sits she, down too. Like he's like, uh, okay. Like he takes yeah, a he's load like, off. We might be here a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, then she walks back to Giles and she says, any others? And Giles says, well, for their sakes, I certainly hope not. Yeah, she no says, kidding. what? I kill vampires. That's my job. <laughs> Yeah, she beat the snot out of him first, though. I know. And so Giles asks if she's all right, but she just kind of shrugs it off, and she starts wondering why the vampires are hanging hanging out in that park. Giles says that they've returned to the easiest feeding ground since their leaders, meaning Spike and Drusilla, are gone. Mm, don't like feeding ground. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Choice of words. Yeah, I, knew, I knew you'd like that. <laughs> um, Buffy says, vampires are creeps. And Giles says, yes, that's why one slays them. And Buffy says, I mean, people are perfectly happy getting along and then vampires come and they run around and they kill people and they take over your whole house and they start making these stupid little mini pizzas and everyone's like, I like your mini pizzas, but I'm telling you. And Giles goes, uh, Buffy, I believe the subtext here is rapidly becoming text. <laughs> are you sure there's nothing you want to share? And she says no again, but yeah. she does look around for another fight. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And there's, there's no no fight to be found. She's got some feelings to unload, you know? I know mm-hmm. the feeling. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. As I was watching this, I was like, man, that's some catharsis right there. Like, I wish I had been, you know, a pro fighter in, in my <laughs> days of dealing with my family drama. Like, that's a so great way to fight. unload. <laughs> yeah. Unless you get hit in the face, you know? True. That wouldn't be fun. That wouldn't be fun. <laughs> Uh, so next day at school Xander is still going on about Ted's pizzas and Buffy is suspicious and Xander says Buff you're lacking evidence I think maybe we're in Sigmund Freud territory 
Then he does a dance and chants, you're having parental issues. You're having parental issues. <laughs> so childish. So childish. This is why I want to say Freud. I'm not Xander because I want to do this. No, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't level do of, this. No, that's too childish. But you know, but you're maybe when I was Xander. in high school, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, in the Buffy verse, though, you're still Xander. Oh. Uh, maybe you'll be someone else later on. Who knows? Yeah. But right now, you're definitely square on Xander. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Buffy admits that it's weird to see her mom kissing a guy, but she does think that she there's something wrong with Ted. Um, who is, of course, walking up behind them at school. <laughs> I love how Ted, throughout this episode, appears. <laughs> oh, That's all yeah. I'll say right now. Yep. He just appears. He appears. Uh, he tells them he's upgrading the software in the guidance office, and he hands Willow the upgrades on a bunch of floppy disks. Floppy disks. 3.5 inch. Disks. Hello. Yep. Yeah, I remember those. So, children... <laughs> Before Youngins. you downloaded apps Gather from round. the interwebs, <laughs> before flash drives, before yeah. CDs, there were the three and a half inch floppy disks. Yep. And they were made from plastic and metal and they weren't even floppy. No, they were but, like hard. They're yeah. Like little hard shells. Yeah. But the generation before them, the eight inch floppy disks, they those were, were floppy. floppy. That's what so it I always think they made just it kept the name. confusing because they were like, yeah. oh, you know, floppy disks. Yeah. So I think they just became like three and a half inch floppy disks while yeah. the eight inch ones were still around and then right. they were phased out and then they were just floppy disks. Mm-hmm. I remember having both in the same computer. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and sometimes computer programs were so large that they needed to be on several floppy disks. Oh, yeah. So that's what's happening in this. If, if you bought the early <laughs> Windows episode. operating system, you'd get like 12 of those things in like a clamshell, like oh, a Disney VHS clamshell would come yes. with like 12 yes. of these floppy disks and it'd take you all those. afternoon to load them on. Yep. Meanwhile, it's like the same size of like one of your iPhone photos right now. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Um, so Ted asks Buffy if she likes miniature golf and Xander chimes in for her and says, oh, I thought maybe you would nope, know that Nope, didn't one. write this one down. I'm sure okay. he's like, I love he it, goes, I love who it. who doesn't? Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and he says he and Joyce wanted to bring the three of them mini golfing that weekend. And he's making a picnic basket with mini pizzas and cookies. Yeah. And right away I was like, I'm oh, in. This sounds like a little slice of heaven. Mm. Thank you, Ted. So Buffy feigns having something to do, but Xander does not let her bail out, and he tells Ted, we're on. So thanks, Xander. <laughs> yeah, way to and go, Xander. And that's where, if that's where I, if I put myself in Buffy's shoes, not saying that I'm Buffy, I'm clearly way more Willow in this show than Buffy, mm-hmm. but in this scenario, if I'm Buffy, you would 100% be Xander and be like, we don't have anything going on. What do you mean? Of course we're going to go mini golfing. And I'd be like, fucking thanks, Pat. Yeah, I can't argue this fact because mm-hmm. th- it, those miniature pizzas sound so good and cookies and, <laughs> and miniature golf. Eat Try to keep me out of that miniature golf course. Miniature everything. <laughs> miniature <laughs> pizzas <laughs> and golf and cookies. <laughs> Come on, Ted. Arm in arm, uh, you and me. <laughs> so then we cut to jenny's classroom giles says hello and tells her that some of her textbooks were delivered to the library and she calls him out on the flimsy excuse to see her but he says he just wanted to see how she was doing she tells him she's still having trouble sleeping that she needs some space 
And she says, Rupert, I know you're concerned, but having you constantly poking around, making little puppy dog eyes at me, wondering if I'm okay, you make me feel bad that I don't feel better. I don't want that responsibility. Hmm. So complicated. I know. And I get where she's coming from. I understand. But Giles is but so Giles. Hurt. I mean, come on. You know, you can, I, I think you can still keep Giles at arm's length, but yeah. still be like, you know, really sweet on him. I know. <laughs> it kills me how sad he was when he walked away. He's like, well, I certainly don't mean to make dog eyes at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's making dog eyes. He doesn't even know it. He doesn't even know it. It's like when Willow's hurting, they're just too precious, Pat. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Sexy fuddy-duddy. Yep. So at Angel's apartment, he is slowly dying inside as Buffy wraps his hand, which is still wounded from the dagger that was in it. Yep. And she's complaining about Ted. And you can see it in his face where he's like, this is killing me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She says that she has too much to deal with and doesn't need some new guy in her life. And Angel says, maybe her mom does. Yeah. So like, go Angel, you know? Yeah. Um, Buffy's like, yeah, but does it have to be Ted? And so Angel asks, you know, is anyone going to be okay, basically? And she goes, my dad. Mm. Um, But she recognizes that that's wishful thinking and so she agrees to give ted a chance yeah and i gotta say pat i don't know what your situation was like like but i never wanted my parents to be together (laughs) like no i never had that thought either yeah my parents divorced when i was two and i cannot imagine them ever ever being together nor would i have wanted it would have been disaster yeah i was older than two but it was still so far from like what I knew that I was like, ah, that's not even a possibility in my brain. Yeah. Like that doesn't even make sense. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's never been and it never will be. And yeah. Right. So anyway, Buffy and Angel start making with the smoochies. Yeah. But wait, the the line that she delivers before they smoochie, mm-hmm. I cringed at. I had a physical cringe moment. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> because uh, she said. Uh, well, he says, kiss me. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then she says, finally, something I want to do or something like that. Finally, yeah. something I want to do. And then she kissed him. I was like, Yee! I don't know why. It just it skewed me out. Just the, I don't know. Why? I don't know. It was very cringy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's asking her to kiss him. Yeah, I know. It was just, uh, I don't know. I don't oh, know how, okay. to, how to classify it. Because, <laughs> I mean, she's talking about all these things that she doesn't want to do. Like, she doesn't want to get to know Ted. Yeah. But this is something she does want to do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Can't, cause is, is it because it's a woman taking control of her sexuality, Oh, yeah, Pat? 100%. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I know that skeeves you out with Jenny. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it's, you just don't like when they talk about that stuff in school. There's a time and place, There's a people. time and place. You can talk about it when you're at home, okay? But next to all these youngsters, they got to hear this filth. They're so impressionable. <laughs> They're so impressionable. They're poor little ears. They're so innocent. <laughs> so it's Saturday. It's mini golf day, Pat. It is mini golf day. Mm-hmm. Been waiting all week for this. <laughs> uh Oh, I just had a song. Happy Days. Saturday, it's golf day. Golfing all day with you. It's mini golf. It's mini golf. Hit the ball. 
No, I don't. Okay. I don't know. Happy You're days. Shaking at me, <laughs> shaking your head at me. Well, you said I've been waiting all week for this, <laughs> and they say grooving all week with you. Oh yeah. See, Monday, Tuesday, happy day. Wednesday, Thursday, happy day. I forgot the days and how they went. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Xander's <laughs> trying to conquer the cuckoo clock, <laughs> and Joyce is complimenting. Speaking of cuckoo clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Joyce is complimenting Ted and how rare it is to find a man that cooks. And Pat, thank goodness I have because oh, seriously. I am a disaster in the kitchen and Dave is a beautiful angel in the kitchen. Yeah, Ted sure knows how to keep people fed. Am I right? Yes, he does. <laughs> um, so then Ted says, so Buffy, I bet the boys are lined up around the block trying to get a date with you. Red flag. Immediately yep. red flag. Creepy yeah. AF. That's Gross. when I would slowly turn to Joyce. And be like, this is not And I okay. would make eyes this like. not appropriate. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> Do you see what just happened, mom? Mom. <laughs> this is okay in your book? I don't care how good his pizzas and cookies are. <laughs> what he just said is hashtag over the line. Except yes. there wasn't hashtags back then. No, there wasn't. They there wouldn't was have anything to do with the floppy hashtags. disk over the line. <laughs> <laughs> floppy disk in four parts. Yeah. How much this was over the line? <laughs> yeah, over on one disk, the on the. another, and line, <laughs> and exclamation on the fourth. Right. But Joyce is all into it. She's like, answer the man's question, sweetie. <laughs> no, I don't think she said anything. Did no, she. <laughs> she uh, doesn't I? She doesn't. W- Joyce doesn't say anything. Um, Willow almost leaky buckets about Angel. Yeah, but then she covers she by saying, "Cause she's like Buffy's only interested in her studies," and calls her book cracker Buffy. <laughs> and then <laughs> Ted says, <laughs> Ted, "Ted says he's glad to hear that because maybe her grades will pick up soon." Yikes! So clearly, her mom has been talking to Ted about Buffy's grades. Yeah, Ted, you and gotta... Buffy not okay with that. Yeah. I wouldn't be okay with that either. Yeah. Also- I'd be I, like, I don't even know this motherfucker's last name and you're talking to him about my grades? I think somebody said it early on in the episode, but this guy is too squeaky clean. And when somebody's mm-hmm. this squeaky clean and they're trying to be like two like happy days perfect, speaking yeah. of happy days, it's I like- I thought you didn't know happy days. I don't, but I get, you know, I understand the cultural reference. <laughs> okay. But how do you know it's squeaky clean? Uh, just because, you know, it's like... Uh, How have you never seen Happy Days? You would love the fonts. <laughs> he wears a leather jacket. I know the fonts. I know Ron Howard's in it. I know Jumpin' the Shark. <laughs> I sort of know the theme song, but not really. I mean, I know okay. it more now because thanks mm. to you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and I did a perfect rendition. Rendishering. Rendishering, Okay, yep. let's move on. <laughs> thanks, George <laughs> before Bush. Before I talk bad more. Um, okay, Buffy... Takes a shot at another hole and misses, sending it into the rough. And <laughs> Ted says, "Bad luck, little lady." Yeah. As soon as he said <sighs> that, I was like, "Oh, this is this is My really boiling. yeah, this is really gonna get Sammy going." This little lady, oh, and it's not the little not lady. the last time he says it either. I will tell you, um, I never I never had little lady. At least I can't remember. Like somebody saying it to you. Yeah, yeah, but I have had. I think my stepmom. And I definitely have had a woman that I used to work with call me Missy. And like, that's not okay. It's one thing when it's a parent calling a kid that. It's still fucking 
annoying as hell. But <laughs> uh, having a coworker call me that when I'm like 20 something, I'm like, uh, no, 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 no. You don't get to call me Missy. Okay. Here's my name. It's Sammy, not Missy. So mm. back the fuck up. Shove it up your ass, bitch. Sheepers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think I exploded in that way to my coworker, but I was, I no, was I probably so. like, do not call me Missy. That's not my name. Right. Anyway. He says, little lady. And then Joey says, they won't count it. But Ted lays down the law saying, rules are the rules. And what we <laughs> teach her is what she takes out into the world when we're not there, whether it's at school or an unchaperoned party. This was the first of many laughs I had at this episode. Whenever Ted starts to lay down the law, I yeah. lost it because it's so ridiculous and it's so funny. Like, I can't help but laugh. I know it's supposed to be like dramatic and like kind of terrifying, but I was like, this is hilarious. This guy. Why Why was it so funny to you? It just tickled me. I don't know. I think it's just because it's so over the line and yeah. just bonkers. Like what he says and how serious he takes the rules. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I will say like in my experience, I had not ever like stepfathers or, you know, boyfriends of my mom who Mm. were really like that. But I definitely my stepmom had a thing like this, like. It, she she was just by the she rules. Could, yeah, <laughs> she was just a little bit of a hard ass sometimes. And I was like, fucking really, you know, kind of thing. So I think it, it's this also is, this is definitely an extreme. Yeah. Well, it's also, you know, even more extreme because it's it's not even real golf. It's putt putt golf. You know, Yeah. it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> it's like if you're going to cheat. Or <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I don't think my stepmom would have like, I mean, maybe she would have been like, well, if she cheats and why can't everybody cheat? Like, yeah. that's probably something she would say, but not like this. Right. So, yeah, Buffy says that she'll hit her ball from the rough. She's just like, whatever. But she picks it up and drops it in the hole thinking that nobody saw her. <laughs> but the Ted ca- did. The camera swings up to have Ted standing there. <laughs> yep. And this is another time where he says, I beg to differ. Yeah. And again, I laughed um, hard. <laughs> yeah. He is having none of this cheating. Yeah, he calls her out on it, and she's just like, it's just a game. And Ted starts hitting his ankle with the club, <laughs> and he goes, right, it's just a game. Do your own thing. <laughs> I can't even get through these lines. <laughs> I know. It's so ridiculous. He's like, well, I'm not wired that way, and I'm here to tell you. And now he's like really hitting his ankle pretty hard. Yeah. It is not a game. It does count, <laughs> and I don't stand for that kind of malarkey in my house. And then uh, Buffy says, which is 100% something I would have said, Yeah. then I guess it's a good thing I'm not in your house. <laughs> yep, that is something you would have said. And he goes, do you want me to slap that smart ass mouth of yours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the others join them and Ted perks right up and he offers them cookies. Yeah, got to keep <laughs> like them fed. Like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. And everyone but Buffy has one. Cookies makes she's... everything all right. Especially mm-hmm. these. Uh. Especially these cookies. Yeah. She and Buffy is just still reeling from what happened. Yeah. And you're still leaky leaky bucketing. But that's okay. (laughs) Barely. Next morning, Buffy opts not to eat the sticky buns that Ted made. And (laughs) this guy is baking. My goodness. (laughs) Listen, don't knock don't knock people who can cook. And also there's a reason for this that is actually really hilarious that I did not realize. So Uh I'll tell you about it in the trivia. Okay. Don't knock a man who can bake, though, okay? Or 
cook or whatever. I mean, no, I, I wish I could. I thank the good energies of whatever you believe in every day that I have Dave in my life to cook for me. <laughs> Although today I did make the corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> and I'm usually the one who bakes, um, except for cookies. He does the cookies usually. Mm. Anyway, Joyce is not happy about Buffy's attitudes toward attitude towards Ted, and Buffy tells her that Ted threatened her, but Joyce does not believe it. Yeah. She defends Ted, saying that it was really decent of him not to bring up Buffy's cheating in front of the others. And she tells Buffy Ted is cooking dinner for them that night. So she needs to be home promptly at six. Um, at school, Buffy wants Willow to investigate Ted. Xander, munching on a cookie, tells her she's overreacting. And then Cordy walks by and he compliments her outfit, which of course pisses Cordelia off. And Xander excuses himself to talk to her. And Willow says, what's up with them? Yeah. Why is he being so nice to her? Right. She doesn't say that, but that is what, that's the subtext. Yeah. Cordelia is freaking out that Xander complimented her in front of his friends, saying that he'll give it away that they kissed. And he tells her he isn't going to tell. And um, then they go into the utility closet to make out. (laughs) Back to... (laughs) Back to Buffy and Willow. Buffy tells her she's sure Ted has a problem with her and that her mom's been different since he's been around. And Willow says, different like happy? Buffy's like, like Stepford. Yeah. Stepford Wives. Yeah, that's a good point. Have you seen Stepford Wives? Mm, No, I don't think so. The old one or the new one? I think I saw a part of the new one, but I don't remember. The Nicole Kidman one? I don't remember it. I know the premise though. So good. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. Um, I have never seen the old one, but I want to. Yeah. Anyway, Buffy asks Willow to find out where Ted works. And then we cut to Ted's office. Buffy watches Ted at his desk while he's talking to a customer over his headset. Um, He makes the sale and then goes to market on this dry erase board. And he's got way more ticks (laughs) than anybody else. Yeah. He's he's a machine, this one. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Neil, one of his coworkers, <laughs> <Neil>. calls him. Who <laughs> <laughs> just sidles up next to Belinda. Yeah. So he introduces himself and Buffy starts saying her name is Buffy. And then she says, Belinda, Belinda. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he tells her that Ted's a genius. He knows everything about computers. He never loses a client. This guy's a huge fan. Neil loves huge Ted. Fan. Neil yeah. is a Ted number Neil one wants fan. to be Ted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, So Buffy tries to fish for more information from Neil. She's like, yeah, he probably has ex-wives to support. But Neil says that he's only got a girlfriend. Ooh, fish, like like pH fish, like the computer kind where you like fish, like a fishing virus. Ooh, I didn't think about that. But look at me being intelligent (laughs) using those words. Yeah. (laughs) Let me me say real quick, the music in the scene is great. It's kind of espionage type music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Neil is like, I'm surprised he let her clutter up his desk. And like, there's nothing on Ted's desk except for one photo frame. Right. And so then she, he says uh, that, he, that he's glad Ted will be taking time off for the wedding, which is two months from now. What? News to Buffy. What wedding? We just met Ted. Mm-hmm. So then Neil leaves and Buffy goes to inspect the photo on Ted's desk and it's one of her and her mom, but it has been folded and placed in the frame to only show Joyce. Now, why wouldn't Not he just tear cool, it? cool, bro. <laughs> why wouldn't he just tear it or cut it, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Well, sometimes it's good to have a little extra backing, you know, behind the photo. 
<laughs> so, <Okay>. all right. <laughs> um, but either way, not cool, bro. Yeah. Don't Unless, try like, to don't try to weasel your way into my life and then not have and then take a photo of me and my parent although, and fold it in half so I'm not even there. Not to make Ted even creepier, but mm-hmm. That's what if what he his wants. what if his motivation was, well, let's just get in to the family through Joyce and mm-hmm. then we'll off Joyce and then we just flip the picture over and then Buffy <laughs> <laughs> oh no what do you mean i don't know ah! why would you keep the other side that's what i'm saying i don't know what ted's motivations are here clearly he's oh, a creep don't be gross pat don't be grosser <laughs> than ted's already gross enough <laughs> we can't grossify him even more no please don't okay that night at the dinner table they're praying which is new uh and you know ted is leading them in grace and buffy <laughs> doesn't say amen when they're finished she says ah ted no, she says nothing. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Which is what I would do. <laughs> and did do. Ted calls Joyce Joycey, which made me want to barf. And then he says, I think, and then she says, I think everyone should have one of you. Hmm. That sounds rather Stepford wifey, eh? Mm, yeah. Buffy doesn't take a bite of her dinner and asks if they are engaged. Joyce is shocked to hear this and says, goodness, no. But then Ted takes over and he says, if things go the way he hopes, someday soon he may ask Joyce to tie the knot. And he says, how would you feel about that? And Buffy says nothing. And then he says, it's okay to have feelings, Buffy, and it's okay to express them. Which is partially a nice thing for a parent to say, but also... But it's a nice thing for a parent to say, right? It's a nice thing for a parent to say. Not for a Ted. Yes, not for a person who's worming their way into your life yeah and buffy says i would feel like killing myself yeah which is very dark yeah but it i seems can also like, relate uh, to that <laughs> seems like buffy would rather be better off dead rather than better off ted better off dead than live with ted there we go Okay, you punched and it And there up. is the <laughs> alternate title for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Joyce is is obviously upset by that. And Ted tells Buffy, sweetheart, you should try and get used to me because you know what? I'm not going anywhere. And this is what really started to remind me of like my dad's second marriage and my stepmom. Because even though I was only 11, I did not like my stepmom. And I was also losing my Nana at the same time, who was essentially my mom. She was dying of cancer um so it felt like my dad was trying to replace her and it was a pretty rough time for me i had a lot of rage and a lot of depression in these years and even though it was like clearly not a good match because they divorced seven years later i definitely did not make it easy on my stepmom i think it's really hard to accept a new parental figure into your life whether you're 11 or 16, but you're still pretty young, your brain is still developing, like you're trying to figure out your place in the world. Um, And Ted is really pushing himself on them both. And him saying, try and get used to me is not an appropriate reaction to, I feel like I would want to kill myself if you married my mom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, That's I think it's just going to make it worse, dude. <laughs> it's less asking for acceptance and it's more like forcing yourself into the situation and right. assuming the role of a parental figure. Yeah, before you've really earned it. You haven't earned it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of work to be done. 
Yeah. I mean, like my family, we did like family therapy. I don't know for how long, but like that's a good move. You know what I mean? Wasn't super successful, but like that's a good move. <laughs> do what you Much better than, than being do. like, you get used to me, you know? Mm. So anyway, Buffy ex- asks to be excused and Joyce tells her to go to her room. And then we cut to Buffy in the park swinging on some swings and saying, here, vampires. <laughs> she wants a fight. She wants a fight. Yeah. But there's no one to pummel tonight. No. Nope. So she goes home and lets herself in through her bedroom window as per usual. She could swing real hard, though. Like get a yeah, nice like, swing in. Like flip around. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever do backflips off a swing? No. I used to know how. Not wow, to brag that's or cool. anything. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's like a really cool brag. <laughs> isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would like, you know, swing to like the highest point and then jump off. Yeah. But that's like the coolest, most daring thing that I would do on a yeah, swing. Yeah, that's what I started to do. But then I worked my way up to a backflip off the peak <laughs> of uh, the front swing. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. How do you, what if you're backflipping off the front swing, yeah. how do you not get caught in the swing? Great question. I'm glad you asked because I'm a professional. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so the way that you do it, right? You'd yeah. sink your butt back off the seat so that like right underneath your knees would be on the seat part. Okay. So you'd be like really hanging off yeah. the back part of the swing. And then when the swing gets to the highest part oh. in the front, you're yeah. almost, you know, all the way back anyways. So you just kind of tip backwards and you flip right around and land on your feet. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Do you it have was... any video evidence of this? No, no, no. Oh. No, it wouldn't that's fit on a bad. floppy disk. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, a, a friend of mine uh, was a gymnast and she taught me how. And then Ooh. I remember I used to do it all the time. And then one day I think I did it too high and I flipped a little too far and landed on my back. And I was like, that's the end of that. <laughs> Yeah, see, the fear of that is what would stop me because, yeah. knock on wood, I've never had any broken bones. Yeah. So, because I me never neither. did sports or whatever. Really? Yeah, no broken bones. You skateboarded and you did sports I used to, I used to, you skateboard, sports used to play co- uh, hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I, I was gonna say I played coffee and I was like, I still play coffee, pretty hardcore, <laughs> but uh, never broke a bone. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do any sports because I'm, I don't know, afraid of breaking bones, I guess. Yeah. Which is silly. But so I would never do anything daredevil like that. Right. But I have jumped off of like crazy high cliffs into water. So. Mm, yeah. Never done know, that. I suppose, I suppose that's, you know, sort of similar. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Sure. So Buffy climbs through her window. And what does she find, Pat? What does she find? Oh, Pat? she finds Ted. Ted sitting <laughs> in, the, in the dark. Yeah, Ted in the <laughs> like dark. Like a real creeper. Yeah. And she sees her Slayer stuff spread out on her desk. What do you think Joyce is doing at this moment? You think she's just like downstairs, like just uh, eating cookies? Yeah, or sleeping. Like, I don't know that she... Watching I, Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe she, I I thought she probably doesn't know that Ted's here. Oh, like she thought he, that like he left for the night? She's yeah, like, like he left Ted's for the night. Ted's gone for the night. <laughs> or maybe she's sleeping, you know? I mean, Buffy probably goes patrolling pretty late at yeah. night. Mm. I have so, a lot of questions about Joyce in this episode. 
but yeah, keep going. Yeah, well, maybe we can talk about some of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have uh, some questions about her as well. Yeah. So she, Buffy accuses him of going through her things, and he says he doesn't see how it's any different from her snooping around his office. Well, Uh-oh. she's kind of got a point there. Yeah, he's on to her. Yeah, and then he reads from her diary and says, what exactly is a vampire slayer? Buffy tells him it's none of his business, and he says again, beg to differ, little lady. (laughs) This again made me laugh really hard. (laughs) (laughs) And he tells her, and she tells him to get out of there. And then he says, or what? You'll slay me? I'm real. I'm not some goblin you made up in your little diary. Psychiatrists have a word for something like you. Uh, you messed me up. Psychiatrists have a word for something like this, delusional. So from now on, you'll do what I say, when I say, or I show this, he says, holding up the diary, Yeah. to your mother, and you'll spend your best dating years behind the wall of a mental institution. Jeez. Your mother and I are going to be happy, and you're not going to stand in the way. And then he says, sleep tight. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to leave. But Buffy grabs at his hand that has the diary and Tad's t- Ted Tad? Tad <laughs> Ted slaps her real hard, yeah. making her hit the wall. And this, Pat, this is what Buffy has been waiting for. Oh, she just needed that door to be slightly ajar for her oh, to yeah. bust right through it. Yep. Yeah. She just needed a good excuse to bust him up. Yep. So they start fighting. They wind up in the hallway where Joyce comes out and at this point sees only Buffy hitting Ted. So I guess maybe she must have thought that Ted was there. I don't know. Or yeah. I don't know. She's just maybe so he caught was up like, in the moment. I'm going to go up to the bathroom and then he just disappeared for a while. And she's like, well, I guess that dinner was uh, working its way through or something. He's been up <laughs> yeah. there for a while. <laughs> He's got to keep himself regular. Yeah. And so Buffy... At this point, when Joyce comes out, she pretty much only sees Buffy hitting Ted. We don't really see him hitting Buffy. Right. Um, So she yells for Buffy to stop, but she doesn't. And then Ted falls down the stairs, and it sounds like his neck cracks. (laughs) Wow, you're getting some sick pleasure out of this, I keep laughing at this episode because it's just so ridiculous. Like, this episode was... I know there's been a lot of ridiculous episodes to, like, Mm -hmm. follow and be like... I really believe in this, but this one was just because it was so extreme with like what he says and how he conducts himself. And yeah. then when he falls down the stairs and then this happens, it was like, what's happening in this episode? <laughs> it was so Twilight Zone to me. So, I mean, well, I'll ask you this later. Okay. But keep that in mind. Yep. Um. So <laughs> I wrote, Ted falls up the stairs, Ted falls down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Crossover. Yep. Um, Joyce runs down to check his pulse and sees, finds out that he's dead. Yeah. And she says, you killed him. <laughs> Again, <laughs> she I laughed. Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> and Buffy is still up the stairs, shocked. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, kind of, it's a little bit morbid i think that you're laughing about this it's ted you know what pat i think you need to take your reactions to this and yeah. talk about them with a therapist <laughs> yeah i should bring them to the let's, therapist let's, let's take some notes about <laughs> this like, and just let's watch this show together and you can judge my reactions to it and then we can follow you, can you know follow me, up about you can it. unpack this for me <laughs> <Yeah>. please <laughs> we gotta figure this out so back from commercial Ted is being zipped in a body bag. And... 
Oh my god! <laughs> like so okay, ridiculous. if this were reversed, yeah, I I think I'm correct in assuming that you grew up mostly living with your mom, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I grew up mostly living with my dad, right? And if the situation were reversed and this was a like this was a stepmom figure instead of a stepfather figure, I right. don't think I'd be laughing quite as much as you. <laughs> <laughs> So I think yeah. this is definitely something you need to talk to someone about. I think you're right. Therapy for everybody. <laughs> but this episode, I mean, it's so ridiculous. Okay. okay. Keep going. So Detective Stein introduces himself to Joyce and yeah. questions her. Buffy is still in shock as she says, I hit him. And we cut to a police station. Joyce is sitting by a desk while Buffy is in an interrogation room being questioned by Detective Stein. She tells him... That he was in her room, that Ted previously threatened her, that he hit her across the face. And Detective Stein leans in to look where Buffy pointed at her cheek. And and he says, it doesn't look like he hit you very hard. Buffy says, I don't bruise easily. Yeah, this is where it got kind of dark. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to include that quote because I thought it was just an interesting point for you to know. Yeah, she doesn't bruise easily as the Slayer. Right. Yeah, she's got these superpowers. Super yeah. strong. Super healer. Yes. Um, so then they go back and forth a little bit more, but ultimately, you know, he lets her go and tells Joyce that they're not bringing anything against Buffy, that they have to investigate further. Yeah, I would think that this would be some sort of manslaughter. I mean, I think it would have to go to trial at least mm-hmm. because of defense. Definitely. You know. Yeah. I mean, and even even if it was an accident, even if it was self-defense, like it still definitely needs to go to trial. Yep. For sure. Uh, At school the next day, everyone seems to be looking at Buffy and she tells Willow and Xander what happens, what happened. And Xander asks, what was he, a demon, a giant bug, some kind of dark god with the secrets of Nouvelle Cuisine? I mean, we are talking creature feature here, right? (laughs) Very meta. Yeah. And Buffy, you know, can't respond. She just kind of like hangs her head. Right. Um, So Willow and Xander try to console her, but she leaves and then... Giles stops her and asks if she's all right, which he can't seem to stop doing this episode. <laughs> yeah. And then Buffy notices uh, notices Detective Stein in the classroom that Giles just came out of. Giles tells her not to worry. They're just asking about her behavior. And I wrote, hopefully he doesn't talk to Snyder. <laughs> Snyder. Uh, sniveling l- Snyder. Sniveling Snyder. Later, Willow, Cordelia, Sander, and Giles are in the library. Willow is researching on the computer, and Giles is gathering weapons. Xander is very upset. He was sure that Ted was up to something now, um, and, you know, that Buffy wouldn't hurt an innocent man. He finds some cookies, and he starts eating one. And they're debating the possibility of Buffy going to jail over this. And Giles says, whatever the authorities have planned for her, it can't be much worse than what she's doing to herself. She's taken a human life. The guilt, it's pretty hard to bear and it won't go away soon. And Cordelia says, I guess you should know since you helped raise that demon that killed that guy that time. And he goes, yes, do bring that up as often as possible. (laughs) And also do shut up. (laughs) Do shut up. (laughs) Giles continues packing his bag, saying that he's going to take over patrolling tonight. But he tells the rest of the gang to continue researching, and then he leaves. Willow says that Ted has no criminal record, and Xander is all of a sudden very calm about it. He says, don't sweat it. It'll be fine. And Willow notices Xander's holding a cookie. She takes it from him, turning it in her hand as she looks at it. Yep. 
And me as the oblivious uh, audience member was like, it's something in the cookies. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so smart. I figured it's it something out. Something in the cookies. <laughs> something in the cookies. <laughs> at Buffy's house, Joyce is packing up some things in the kitchen as Buffy enters and offers to help, but Joyce says it's done. Buffy tries to apologize, but Joyce just can't handle it, and she tells Buffy to go to her room. In the science lab at Sunnydale High, Willow is starting staring into a microscope, several cookies on the table. Willow says, well, apparently the secret ingredient is not love. <laughs> mm. So Xander says, what is it then? And she says, I'm not positive, but I think it's Demetorin. It's like a tranquilizer. It keeps you all mellow and compliant. It also shares a few components with ecstasy. So Xander says, this is evidence. This is real evidence that Ted was some kind of a crook. Buffy's cleared. Willow, you are the best human ever. I adore you. And she <laughs> smiles real big. And yeah. then he goes, well, that's the cookies talking, but you rock. <laughs> it's like, that's all she's ever wanted to hear from Sander. <laughs> yeah. And to me, I was like, these cookies sound great. Yeah. On multiple levels. I could use some of these cookies in my <laughs> yeah. life right now. Having a really Where's bad Ted? day. <laughs> Pop one of these Ted cookies. And you're like, yeah. oh man. <laughs> um, Cordelia enters and says that Willow's research paid off. She's found personal records, marriage certificates, and an address. Um, and then in the park, Giles is on high alert as he's patrolling. And then he hears a no noise, spins around. He yells, ah, and holds up a cross. But it's only Jenny. And Jenny. She, says, she says, yeah, I get that reaction from men all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she apologizes for being harsh. And of course, a vampire comes out of the bushes behind Jenny and growls at them. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Buffy's room. She's sitting at her desk and she hears a noise. So she goes to leave through her window, but it's nailed shut. Right. And then Ted's right behind her again. Ted arrives again. Arrives. <laughs> right what? behind her. How is this possible, And Pat? it's a great jump scare, too. It's like, what? Back from yeah. the dead. Yeah. Listen, Ted. Well, because I think she said something like, well, at least this can't, this night can't get any worse. And of course, he shows up with his Ted line of. Yeah. Hello, of, little lady. No, I no? beg to differ. <laughs> oh, I beg to differ. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I beg to differ. Yeah. Back from the Ted. Back from the Ted. <laughs> Undead Ted. And. So then Buffy says, you're dead. And he says, that's right, little lady. You killed me. Do we have something to say about that? Are Again, we sorry? I am laughing a lot. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's pretty funny. Now it's okay Before, to laugh, right? you know, it maybe is not okay and you should get checked out. No, I think it's okay. I think I saw this coming. <laughs> sure. Um, and Buffy says, what are you? Ted says, I'm a salesman. That's what you should have remembered. No matter how you put him down... And he grabs her by the strap of her overalls and throws her across the room. Yeah, violent. Um, very violent. Very violently. Mm -hmm. He says, a good salesman always bounces back. <laughs> it's his programming. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Good. Back at the park, the vampire runs at Jenny, who kind of moves aside, and then he crashes into Giles, tackling him to the ground. Giles shouts for his bag. Jenny grabs a crossbow as Giles and the vamp wrestle. <laughs> And then they kind of get back to like a standing position and are yeah. sort of like dancing around each other, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, and Jenny aims the crossbow, but she can't get a clear shot. In Buffy's room, 
Buffy gets back on her feet and starts beating on Ted, but he's unfazed. He says, you see, I had to shut down for a while to get you off my back. You should have seen the intern's face when I got up off the table. It was a hoot. (laughs) Fun's over, though, and he starts to choke Buffy. Yeah. Back at the park, Giles and the vamp continue to wrestle constantly turning so jenny doesn't have a clear shot and then the turning stops and jenny says say good night big guy (laughs) (laughs) which i just fucking love yeah she's got a tough guy one-liner yeah just like buffy you know it's like a central part of the slayage yeah but the vamp turns around just as Jenny shoots, uh, lets the bolt fly, and it hits Giles in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> you can't tough talk, Jenny, unless you're going to make connection with the bolt, okay? I know. You can't shoot your lover but, or But, you know, this lover. is her first time, okay? So yeah, but you can't, you can't tough talk on your first time. <laughs> you can't. You got to be a pro first. <laughs> <laughs> the vamp lets go of Giles um, as Giles grabs the bolt in his back. And the vamp yells, nice shot, lady. And he's just kind of like (laughs) laughing about the whole situation. Yeah. But unfortunately for him, he's distracted in that moment. Giles pulls the boat from his back and shoves it into the vamp's heart, dusting him. Boom. Boom. Nice dusting. That's a badass move. Mm -hmm. There's that sexy fuddy-duddy Giles. (laughs) There he is. He's ripping it out of his back and ripping it in. (laughs) Back in Buffy's room, Ted is still choking her as he looks around, as she looks around for a weapon. Yeah. She grabs her nail file and slices into his arm and then he pulls it away. So it like slices up real good. Yuck. But it ain't blood that comes out, Pat. No. It's wires. What? What? And so Ted goes, that's not playing fair, Missy. You're going to find. And then his head jerks to the the right, (laughs) like short circuiting. He goes, hell of a day. Makes you feel like you're 18 again. And then his head jerks back that I don't like being disobeyed. (laughs) (laughs) It's great stuff. I love this. I love this. And I was like, see, (laughs) I knew Neil was right. This guy is a machine. Literally. He's a machine. I mean, Ted. He's a Tedinator. <laughs> <laughs> Ted hears um, Joyce close the door, and then he kicks Buffy in the face, knocking her out, and he leaves her room. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Xander using a crowbar to break into what looks like some kind of storage facility or a workshop. Yeah. Willow says that she's found four marriage certificates, one from 1957. Oh, that's an old one. Yep. Um... And Cordelia remarks that the rug doesn't match the rest of the decor in the room. This is why we bring her. This is why we bring her. <laughs> so <laughs> this is her own superpower. <laughs> and they find a trap door or yeah. a hatch. Yeah, I perhaps? said trap door because my note says trap door on the floor under a rug. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. I love trap doors. I'm a huge trap door I fan. I know you do. Yeah, I know yeah. you love doors of all kinds. Yeah. But trap, metal. Hidden, eye slots cages partially open meal slots i'm into it all back at the summer's residence joyce is in the kitchen packing more things into boxes even though she said that she was done but whatever Mm -hmm. when ted appears and she is rightfully spooked ted tells her nobody knew he was actually alive they took me to the morgue i was unconscious for almost a day an intern found me it's a miracle joyce a miracle also it's cookie time have a cookie, Joyce. There you go. Have two, why don't you? Open up that cookie <laughs> slot. 
<laughs> they hug and then Joyce breaks away and says, oh my God, Buffy. Oh, Ted, I swear she never meant to hurt you. You have to believe me. And Ted says, you don't have to worry about Buffy. You don't have to worry about anything. Daddy's here. <laughs> Which Daddy's here. Only made me think about your stupid <laughs> daddy's thirsty. <laughs> daddy's <comment. laughs> thirsty. And this one, daddy's like, uh, hungry. <laughs> daddy's here. Daddy wants cookies. <laughs> we cut back to Xander pushing down the ladder, which unfolds into a basement below the workshop. They climb down and Xander turns on the lights. An old record player starts to play lounge music. Classic. Classic old <laughs> 50s home. 50s underground lair. House yep. lair. Classic. Um, and Cordelia says, feels like home. If it's the 50s and you're a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> They look around and Xander says, what you got in the closet, Ted? Before opening a closet, <laughs> he shines his flashlight in it, quickly slams the door and says, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Cordelia says, but we need evidence. Xander goes, we got it. Yep. And Willow is like, what's in there? And Xander says, his first four wives. <laughs> Yikes. So what is Yikes. it? Skeletons hanging up? What's He's going got skeletons in his closet, Pat. Oh, clearly. Literal skeletons Literal in his closet. Literal skeletons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in the summer's kitchen, Joyce is a little wigged, and she tells Ted that she should talk to Buffy before she sees him. And Ted says, do we have to worry about Buffy right now? How about worrying about Teddy? Oh, wow. <laughs> How about worrying about Teddy? And he, like, pounds his chest. Yeah. Ow, I really hurt myself. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he goes, well, no, he little... said, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Sorry, he's, I'm too he excited. Says, He's the one who dies, and Buffy and Joyce does not know what to do. Yeah. And then he says, don't I always tell you what to do? Is this what you were going to quote? Is this when he malfunctions a little? Yeah. He goes, zzz, zzz, and then he says, want a little gravy with that? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's like, um, don't I always tell you what to do? I'm going to make things right. Then you and I, want a little gravy with that? Can go away where no one will bother us again. <laughs> His head like jerks to the side and like there's like a camera shift or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so great. It's so great. And it's then Joyce tells Ted that he should rest and he flips out. And yeah. he says, I think you might want to stop telling me what to do. I don't take orders from women. I'm not wired that way. And we can hear his circuitry, you know, sort yeah, of shorting literally out. literally wired. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And at the park, Jenny is apologizing profusely to Giles, but he says he doesn't think it went in too deep. He says the advantages of layers of tweed, better than Kevlar. <laughs> <laughs> if I was Giles, I'd be a little more riled up. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be a Ryle like, Giles. You just said, yeah, I'd be a Ryle Giles. I'd be like, you just said, what was her line again? Come get some tough guy. What was it? Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, big guy, uh, open um, up for some. What was it? <laughs> open up, you're, you're open up to, for big guy. Yeah, open up for big <laughs> say, guy. Here say good night, big guy. <laughs> yeah, all right. I was on to the right, you know, <laughs> flavor is uh, uh, say good night, big guy. I'd be like, say good night, big guy. You shot me in the back. You shot me in the arse, Jenny. Yeah. It wasn't in, in exactly in the It butt, wasn't in his arse. Yeah. Unless his arse goes really high. You don't know mm. with Giles. You never know. We haven't seen new Giles yet. We haven't. Whew. Hope we do. <laughs> There's still time. I know. You hope we do. <laughs> what um, a gift. What a gift. <laughs> Jenny says they need to go to the hospital. And as she's helping him, she starts to laugh and says, some night, huh? Yeah. You really know how to woo a girl back, don't you? Yeah. Um, Buffy regains consciousness in her bedroom 
as Ted follows Joyce down the hall, downstairs, and Joyce says she's going to make herself a drink, but Ted insists that they get going, that she's going to love the house. Mm. Joyce is really freaked now, so she makes an excuse to get away, saying that she should go pack, which is generally what is suggested to women who are in abusive relationships, that you should make an excuse, some kind of valid excuse to get away from your perpetrator. Yeah. Or if you feel like you're being... um, like you're going to be in a situation that feels dangerous. Right. Um, so that's exactly what she does here. She says that she needs to go and pack. Um, but then Ted grabs her arm and says, I already have your clothes. They're your size. They're always your size. <laughs> you left me once, but I keep bringing you back. Yeah. Husband and wife is forever. Forever. <laughs> he starts waking out again. <laughs> Buffy busts out of her room and Ted hears Joyce pulls out of his grip. Then he shoves her into a wall so hard that he knocks her out. Um, Ted creeps around the house looking for Buffy. And he says, Buffy, come out. I don't stand for this kind of malarkey in my house. (laughs) (laughs) And then Buffy says, Uncle Teddy. She swings into his face with a cast iron skillet. And he hits the floor hard. And she goes, this house is mine. Mm, Yeah, yeah, girl. Cast iron to the face is a classic, uh, classic blunder. Um tactic classic (laughs) classic let me find my words for this yeah that was a a classic blunder it's a classic uh attack tactic it's kind of cartoonish and it happens in a a lot of movies a class class tactic (laughs) (laughs) would you like a little gravy with that (laughs) what a great day makes you feel like you're 18 again yeah oh boy um i just think it's great because he was talking about how great cast iron skillets are (laughs) so she's like here you go right to the face there you go bam um ted rolls around to face her and some of the skin has been peeled away from his lips and cheek yeah and we can see the uh, metal and wires underneath. The metal skeleton robot underneath. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was good uh, makeup work too. It I really like this. was. Yeah, yeah, I was really good. impressed. It was creepy. Yeah. Uh, so we can see circuits are shorting and sparking. Ted stands back up and he's like, "Buffy, want to play a nice game of parcheesy?" <laughs> yeah. How about a nice game of parcheesy? <laughs> Buffy wallops him again with the skillet and he falls back, convulsing on the floor as the circuits overload. Then he finally crashes and his eyelids jerk open in a dead stare. But Joyce doesn't see any of this, correct? Joyce does not see any of it because she was passed out. Right. So she didn't see any of the robot stuff. Nope. Nope. So she can be naive to that. Right. The next day, Buffy and Joyce are sitting on their porch eating veggies, discussing what movie to rent. And Joyce says, nothing with horror in it or romance or men. So Buffy goes, guess we're Thelma and Louising it again. <laughs> Which I've never seen Thelma and Louise. Oh, my God. It's so good. This is what I've heard. And, and so uh, I do want to see it. So perhaps I'll put that on my post-it. Yeah, you yeah. should. Maybe that can be a recommendation that we make. Perhaps. To post it movie I, club. I'm pretty sure everybody else has seen it. Well, not Jess, but. Probably not Jess, no. But I wouldn't mind watching again. I don't think, I, Dave, uh, I shouldn't say I don't think Dave's seen it. I know Dave hasn't seen it, so yeah. <laughs> we could certainly watch it together. Great movie. Uh, Joyce feels like Ted is still going to jump out at her, especially after what the police found at his house. And Buffy says not to worry that he's on the scrap heap of life. Waka waka. (laughs) (laughs) 
At school, Xander, Buffy, Willow, and Cordelia are walking the halls, and Xander puts it succinctly, as he so often does. He says, so I'm Ted, the sickly loser. I'm dying, and my wife dumps me. I build a better Ted. He brings her back, holds her hostage in his bunker o' love until she dies, and then he keeps bringing her back over and over. Now that's creepy on a level I hardly knew existed. And Willow says, the sad part is the real Ted must have been a genius. There were design features in that robot that predate, and Buffy says, Willow, tell me you didn't keep any of the parts. And Buffy and Willow says, not any big ones. Buffy says, oh, Will, you're supposed to use your powers for good. Willow says, I just want to learn stuff. And Cordelia says, like how to build your own serial killer? Xander says, yes, because it's so hard to rent one nowadays. Eh. And, and they round the corner to the library. Buffy and Willow look in the doors and then turn away. And Buffy says, okay, that's it. I give up. Do I have to sound an air horn every time I walk into a room? And the camera closes in on the window to show Giles and Jenny embracing and kissing. This was a great end to the episode. Great end. Yeah. So, Pat. Yes. It's not really a secret that most times a new character is introduced in this show, Mm -hmm. they end up being the monster of the week. Right. So, what did you think Ted was when he entered the scene? Did you have any theories? Or did you think he was just a weird dude? I thought he was a weird dude. I didn't know what he was going to be. I, I, I thought maybe he was like some sort of demon that was, you know, sent from the big bad or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know. Like, I knew he was out of place. He wasn't a good guy. Something bad's going to happen. They're going to face yeah. off. But I didn't I didn't see the robot thing happening until Neil said he's a machine. And I was like, oh, here we go with the robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you figured it out pretty early on then. I think I figured it out, but I think it wasn't like... So it by wasn't... the time he died, like fell down the stairs, you were like, all right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it held no weight because yeah. I was like, yeah, this might be bad news for Buffy, but I know that this guy, A, this guy's a bad dude. So even if he is full human, like, yeah, yeah. it's sad that he died and stuff, but I mean, come on. He kind of had it coming, you know? Not that death's always the uh, right answer to bad people like this, but <laughs> we can't be too broken up about this Ted guy. Well, I mean, he didn't do anything that really warranted being killed. <laughs> uh, he hit her. He threatened her. Except for of... once he started hitting her. You yeah. Know? Accidental then, killing. Yeah. She didn't mean to, like, murder him. He just fell no. down the stairs, you know? And that's what she said. She was like, I'm the slayer. I can't hit people like that. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Because so, it would be different if you or I were hitting him. Yeah. So, so. yeah, I don't know. I knew there was su- there was more to his story. Mm-hmm. You know, I just didn't know what it was, really. Cool. Yeah. Well, I got some trivia for you. Wait, I got some questions for you. Okay. So, Joyce. Yeah. She doesn't. So, so what does she think happened to Ted after she passed out? Mm-hmm. Does she think that, like, Buffy murdered him again? <laughs> Like what? What's the what's well, the story? Well, she says that she feels like he's going to keep coming after her. So I don't know. She doesn't. They don't really say what she thinks happened. So I don't know if she thinks that he's still alive. Yeah. Or if she's just like, I have this fear because of what he did to his ex-wives. Yeah. Because she obviously, like, the police found 
the um the ex-wives and everything so she knows about all of that so i don't know if she thinks that he was just like arrested and put in jail right or maybe he's just on the lamb or something yeah if he's like on the lamb um or if she or if like you know yeah, maybe Buffy told her I think that it's a they big fought again mark. and yeah. he actually died. And then they found skeletons in his closet of his last four wives. Right. And then Joyce is like, okay, I don't need to look into this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, so, clearly yeah. it's a creature feature of the week where, you know, this, this storyline is just going to kind of fade fade out and we won't really see any other Well, it might not. Things. You could well, have a prediction about that. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. What what kind of trivia you got? Oh, you said you had questions, and that was the only one you asked. <laughs> Sometimes they say questions and then just ask one. Okay. <laughs> so Ted's cooking skills are an inside reference to John Ritter's famous sitcom, Three's Company, oh. where his character is a chef. Mm, great casting for this, yeah. by the way. John Ritter is perfect for this part. Yeah. Um, I didn't, And I didn't, like, know too much John Ritter, Um you know, before watching this episode, but yeah. he he is basically like the only like real special guest star, like big star that they have in the show. Because a lot of the people who have who end up being in the show weren't necessarily big until yeah. like way after the show. Right. But he was someone who was like really big, kind of um, a big guest star being in it. Yeah, yeah. And John Ritter actually claimed that this influenced his understanding of his own stepdaughter, like being in this episode and understanding Buffy. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. This was shot during Halloween and many members of the cast and crew came to set in costume. Christine Sutherland, who plays Joyce, uh, wore 1950s clothes like Ted's first wife. And Sarah Michelle Gellar came as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz along with her dog, Toto. Hmm, that's fun. Uh, John Ritter's father, Tex, was also an actor, and he worked with Joss Whedon's father, Tom. How wow. cute is that? So cute. So much crossover in all <laughs> all of these. <laughs> um, the final fight between Buffy and Ted, both actors were um, were pretty ill when they were when they were doing the scene. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar had the flu and John Ritter was suffering from food poisoning. Oh God, that sounds like the worst. It's already yeah. hard enough to work on productions, never mind having food poisoning. Or yeah, the flu. And like the long days that they have, like, yeah. oh, I can it's only imagine grueling. how awful I was. Grueling. So that's it. That's Buffy. All right. That's a fun episode. Yeah. It was a weird episode. <laughs> I know. It was great. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> but I had a good time with it. Probably not for I the mean, right reasons, but you know. <laughs> Probably not. So I'm still a little concerned about that. Yeah. So but I do things. the acting and like Dave and I talked about this a little bit where, you know, just like John Ritter doing the like short circuiting <laughs> is was so good. How about a it game was, of Parcheesi? Yeah. yeah. Would you like some gravy with that? Yeah. It's very American so dad. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good Very stuff. Fun. Okay. Good stuff. Let's move on to Lost. Let's get into Lost. After a week off, we're back to Lost. This is Lost Season 1, Episode 20, titled Do No Harm. The original air date is April 6, 2005. This one's written by Janet Tamaro, Tamaro, and directed by Stephen Williams. 
And what an episode to be back on. What an episode. We get a lot of drama in this one. So, But before uh, you get into the episode, I just want to yeah. say, I so I went to click on the episode. Mm-hmm. And you know how it has like a little description that pops up? Yes. And it says, Claire goes into unexpected labor. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, unexpected? Really? Yeah. I How think is it unexpected expected. at this point? Like, yeah, we've been expecting it for about 10 episodes. Every day we're expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, come on, people. Right. I guess that's a little leaky buckety, but yeah, I no, was just I, like, Anybody on. who watches the show would, would know, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so what do you got for predictions on your side for this? So I did predict that it would be Jack's backstory. Mm-hmm. So I was right about that. You were right about that. Um, and I said that Claire will have her baby by the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> it's such so, a cop-out hey, right. prediction. <laughs> cop-out prediction, but you At are least right. I wasn't like, maybe Claire will have her baby or maybe, or maybe she, she won't, won't have her baby. Okay? Yeah, but that would be a ridiculous prediction. <laughs> yeah. I did also say that Saeed is going to try to find the radio tower mm-hmm. in the next couple episodes. So I feel like that was this one and the next one after. Okay feel like um and then i said i feel like Locke is not going to open the hatch next episode so last episode the light came on in the hatch and i was like i don't feel like the next episode we're gonna get back to Locke and no no and too busy doing other things yeah all right so Mm -hmm. this episode picks right back up where we left off sort of like and we we left with the hatch yeah but we also left with boone coming in to the er Right. <laughs> the KBR. Lock, bolting. Yeah. Lock was out. Ooh. Bolt, lock, like cutting. <gasps> eh, I don't know. There we go. Something. There's something. I don't know. I don't have the time to work it out, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Back in the ER, Jack and others carry a very hurt Boone to his surgical area, and Boone is struggling to breathe. Hurley is struggling not to pass out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or vomit. <laughs> or vomit. This would be me. This would also be me. Jack punctures Boone's chest with a rod of sorts so he can huh? help, like, uh, what, like, inflate his lung? Like, if you have a collapsed lung, I think that helps, like, reinflate it, maybe? Well, so I, it's funny, I just assumed that he was, like, yeah, sticking this, like, straw in it so he can get more air in, like, yeah. straw, <laughs> yeah, like if you're under water. There. there you go. <laughs> and, uh, I don't, you know, hey, I don't know medical stuff, all right? No, I don't pretend either. to be a doctor. Clearly. But Dave, so we initially couldn't watch this episode together, so I actually watched it by myself. But then right before we came to record this, Dave got home early and we we were able to watch it together. So he paused it and he looked at me and he was like, do you know why he did that? And I was like, yeah, it's like, you know, straw for his lung. <laughs> Take your best at, best yeah. shot at it. <laughs> and he, he was like, well, <laughs> he's like, no. So when a lung collapses, it basically... Oh God, I'm not going to be able to. Not gonna it be sounds able to like I'm on the right track here, though. Perfectly, <laughs> but it basically like creates pressure. Yeah. In the lungs, Ooh. so it's not necessarily that he punctured in to get more air in. It was that he to punctured in to the relieve pressure. the pressure ah. of the collapsed lung. Huh. Would you look at I that? feel like I did that pretty well, but yeah. you know, we may have to do a correction next episode. I bet there's like a bunch of doctors and nurses listening and being like, these idiots. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what are if they you are, about? tell us. Please, yeah, right please in, correct will you? us. Correct you know? us. <laughs> well, I was like, maybe maybe there will be a trivia that Pat will unearth about this. <laughs> mm, no, very doubtful okay. on that. So Jack yells for Kate to go grab some alcohol, which mm-hmm. is back uh, with Sawyer, of course, because Sawyer of course. holds all the alcohol. 
Uh, flashback to Jack. He's tying a tie on his best friend or his best man, who we find out his name is Silverman. And uh, it looks to be a wedding or of some sort or before uh, some sort of gathering, but it's sort of... Uh, well, you just said his best man, so I think you kind of gave that away. <laughs> okay, Let well, the cat out of the bag on that one. <laughs> sure did, huh? <laughs> Oops. But, you know, but like that's the feeling you get, though, you know? Like you're like, ah, oh, this is probably his best man, right? Mm, I didn't get that feeling right away, but apparently Dave did, so... Ah, okay, we'll see. Maybe I'm, we maybe I'm just not as smirt. Yeah, we're so smirt. It, that that scene ends with, well, it's just a stupid speech. And then back to the ER. No, that's not how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Patrick. You got something to fill in? Come on. Well, they talk about, they talk, <laughs> they talk about a speech. Yeah, yeah, and then a suit guy comes yeah, around guy. and he goes, and now for the groom's fitting, mm. meaning Jack. Yeah. They reveal right. that here. Right, 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 that he's a groom. That he's the groom. Okay, thanks for filling okay, that in. That's big. That okay? is a big. That's a big reveal. God, and I it's missed a good it. thing I'm watching these shows with my eyes open. I know. I see. I just know that you're going to pick up the slack, you know? So, <laughs> all right. Listen, my back is getting broke from all the slack I'm picking up. I may <laughs> need to go slack. see Jack. A lot of slack. Hey, Jack, can you fix this? Fix my back, Jack. So, speaking of which, back to the ER. Jack tells Boone that he's going to fix this and that he's going to save you. That's what he says to Boone. I'm going yeah. to save you. Seems like uh, he's setting himself up for failure again, is what I said to myself, just mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, Jack's pretty hard on himself. He, he likes to fix people or save yeah. people. That's kind of his thing. I have a couple of notes that uh, we've just thrown right, blown right past. Okay. Um, <laughs> first, I was like, where the fuck is Shannon in all of this? Yeah. And then I also, um, Jack basically made Son his right hand. So yeah. Kate was like kind of helping out. And then he sends Kate to go get the alcohol and Son steps in and she's like, she's, she's on. Right so this is like what I've yeah. been waiting for, for the two of them to team up together. Yeah. Um, They're a great team. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I and then I said, Jack, the groom, what? I didn't see that coming. He doesn't wear a ring, so maybe he didn't go through with it or got yeah. divorced. And I know I've seen the show before, but I don't remember any of this. Mm. <laughs> I don't remember him possibly getting married or anything. So it's yeah. like we're watching the show together, brand wow, new. Wow, that's yeah. great. Geriatric Patrick back on, <laughs> back, back on the shows. Here we are. <laughs> so then we get the lost title. And then after the title, we're on the beach and Claire's walking and Sawyer calls her Mamacita as she walks by. She's very pregnant, of course. She's been very pregnant been for a while. She's been very pregnant this whole time. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. And uh, Sawyer offers her some fish that they're grilling up together. She asks uh, how long it's going to take for them to finish the raft. And Michael says a few weeks. Yeah, Michael, Sawyer, and Walt, they're all grilling some fish together. Kate comes running up and asking Sawyer for... All of his alcohol. First what? of all, when yes. Claire leaves, Sawyer yeah. says, she likes me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is where there's like a little bit of fun and levity happening in Lost. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't okay. like Sawyer. Nobody likes no, Sawyer. No, she doesn't, but it just was really funny. <laughs> well, Kate likes Sawyer. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that he said that. That she likes me. That's yeah, just it was funny. just funny he was like when he calls her mama Sita and offering her fish and stuff like it, it seems like he's being really nice to her yeah you know he is very unsawyer like yeah but maybe that he's doesn't... eating some of ted's cookies oh maybe <laughs> yeah perhaps yeah, dropped on the island somehow yeah somehow 
So Kate comes running up and asking Sawyer for all of his alcohol. He packs up her her backpack with uh, nip bottles and offers to come with her, and she refuses his help, and she runs off. Yeah, so he says, do you need anything else? I can come with you. And she yeah. said, already too many cooks, which right. is really nice to see him wanting to help. Yeah, he's offering nice. his assistance. Again, yeah. he's eating these cookies. Something's going on. He must on. be. It must yeah. be the glasses. It could be his glasses. Yeah. His, his head's he's not got hurting a, anymore. He's he's seeing life in a new way. Right. He's yeah. got a new perspective. <laughs> a very new perspective. <laughs> 2020. Um, so God, back. I hope in- he doesn't have a 2020 perspective. All <laughs> oh, right. Back in the ER, Jack tells Son that they need to do a blood transfusion and that he's got to figure it out after he sets the leg. Son tells him that he needs to get some air because Jack's seeming kind of frantic. You yeah. know, Jack does this uh, whenever things are happening. He gets mm-hmm. very frantic and needs to fix everything right away. Yeah. So she tells him he needs to get some air. He goes. He needs, Jack needs slack. Jack needs a little slack. And he washes his hands in the waterfall. Charlie shows up, berating him with a bunch of questions, asking where Locke and Shannon is. And Jack yells at Charlie, telling him he doesn't know where they are. When he's asking about Shannon, he's like, I don't know where she is. Right. And the way that he says it, I was like, ooh, did he get left at the altar? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That would That was just my thing oh, okay. at this point. I was like... The way that he said it, I was like, ooh, this feels like there's some more to it. Like he's had to say this before in an instance that was very- Oh, I see what you mean. Personal Mm. to him. Interesting. And the only one I could think of because we connected that there was going to be a wedding is when he says, I don't know where she is. I was like, did he have to say this about his soon to be wife? It's going to come back around, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So flashback to Jack's rehearsal dinner for his wedding. His future wife is played by Julie Bowen from Modern Family. That's why she looked familiar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah it was a nice I was like, surprise. she looks familiar, but I didn't want to look it up. Okay. She's given a speech about him saving her life from a car crash and that he fixed her. And they all toast yeah, to Jack, which she says so is nice. her hero, Jack. Back at the island ER, Sun brings a stick for the pain. And Jack says, there's no time for herbal remedies here. <laughs> and she places it in his teeth as a bite stick. And, and Boone's then, teeth, not Jack's. And Boone's. Yeah, no, that would be hilarious, though. She'd be like, shh, shh, shh here you, know you go. What? You need Just to chew up, on Jack. this. Just yeah, chew on this. Sink your teeth into this, Jack, okay? No more talky-talky. <laughs> Uh, but no, into Boone's mouth, and then Jack sets Boone's leg, which is broken or fractured Ugh. or something, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's very pleasant, because when he does, Boone screams and bites down on the stick. Yeah, and Hurley is, like, right outside the tent, and he's like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, yikes. <laughs> I'd go for a walk at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be too. hearing that. Uh, Kate runs through the jungle and trips, and she falls, breaking some of the bottles of the alcohol, which is in her backpack. She hears some labored breaths coming from nearby in the jungle, and then she finds Claire, who's breathing heavily, laboring, perhaps? Perhaps. And Kate realizes that she is in labor. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, is Kate going to have to deliver Claire's baby? It's go time. Time to get this baby out. It's go time. You can't stop it once it's started. Yep. I think. Mm, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it depends on where 
where in the process you are. I kn- well, I know labor can start and then like uh, it could be like a false labor where you're like, oh, I'm sure I'm yeah. going to have Which is kind of what happens here. Right. Well, yeah. that's what she tells herself at least, you know, because yeah. she's in denial a lot. Mm-hmm. So Kate wants to get Claire back to the camp, but Claire refuses to accept the fact that she is in labor and about to have this baby. So Kate starts yelling for help. We cut to Jin on the beach who's working on the raft, and he hears the yelling, and he runs into the jungle to investigate. He finds Kate and Claire in the jungle, and Kate tells him to get Jack. So when he he runs in, he just goes... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> which made yeah. me laugh so hard because I was like such a such a man's response to be like, oh, fuck, what did I just come upon? <laughs> yeah. you know? like, oh, no, let me get somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. But Jin seems to understand the word Jack. Doc, Jack, doctor. Yeah. Then he runs off off to the caves to get Jack. Yes. Son and Jack are with Boone. Son is asking Boone what his blood type is, but Boone's very out of it. He's not responding much. And Jack's... Yeah, I mean, he just had his leg rebroken and a straw put in his chest. <laughs> yeah, he's so, having kind know, of a bad time. He's not having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, understandable. Jack's frustrated because he's trying to find a vein with a with a like a sliver of bamboo or something. Yeah, yeah he, he wants to prick a vein with the bamboo. Right, so he doesn't he have can... a real needle. Yeah. This is what he's got to work with on the island. Right. Boone manages to say a negative and also something about Shannon. Jack mm-hmm. tells Son to get Charlie and ask everyone if there's someone with a negative blood and to find Shannon. Yeah. And I was thinking about this and I'm like, I don't know what my blood type is. <laughs> I don't like, know either. Watching this episode, I'm like, I got to fucking know what my blood type is. <laughs> like, I've thought this multiple what times. What if I get stuck on an island and this is happening and I don't know what my blood type is? Yeah. Over the past year, I've thought this multiple times where I'm like, I don't know what my blood type is. I guess we just get, do we get our blood drawn? Do we find out from our it's probably it's probably on record somewhere. It's probably like, on record somewhere, like your medical records. I'm sure if you yeah. called your doctor and was like, can I just find out what my blood type is? I'm sure they could look it up. I just don't have a primary care physician and I have, a, you know, I've had like a lot of doctors. So Oh, yeah. You got to get one of those. It's important. Yeah. Shannon and Saeed walk through the jungle and Saeed leads her to a little surprise picnic scene with tiki torches and a blanket yeah, on the beach. So yeah. nice. Look at Saeed being all romantic. And so I'm like, nice. hey, Saeed, might, why don't you work on that uh, transmission a little bit, huh? Yeah, why don't you find out where the fucking black rock is, Saeed? Yeah, but that's fine. You can do this date. <laughs> yeah, you know, do this first, you know, yeah. whatever. whatever. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah, whatever gets you, you know, whatever. Live your life. Live, live your life. Treat yourself. Son brings back some kind of sea urchin with sharp needles to Jack. Jack yeah. seems very Sun happy about this. rocks. Okay. Sun. Sun. Very resourceful. Rocks. Yeah. Fucking love Sun. She's the best. Yeah. I nice. was like, yeah. Yeah. Just digs up <sighs> so a sea exciting. urchin. Yeah. Here's Unbelievable. a sea urchin. <laughs> Use the scales, spikes, yeah. spines. Yeah. It's kind of like... Uh, they should they should rebrand to the urchin care. <laughs> Did you just come up with that or was that in your notes? No, I actually just came up with that. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so Jack loves this urchin and he reveals that his blood is actually O negative and he mentions that it's somewhat universal. Of course. He is <laughs> How convenient. a universal donor. Yeah, universal everything, this guy. Of course. And of then course. And then, Pat, what happens next? What's the uh, next scene? Flashback. Yep. 
Flashback to Jack playing piano. A fucking course of he can course. play Multi-talented, piano. Of course, multi-talented, this guy. What can't he do, Pat? What can't he do? He is a Swiss Army man. But you know what? Jack can't mm. track. Jack can't track? That's one thing. <laughs> Jack cannot track. So uh, he's playing piano, and his wife comes up to him, or is soon to Beyonce. be wife. Wife-to-be. Mm-hmm. Comes up, and they play chopsticks together. And they talk about writing the vows. They play and Heart and Soul. Heart and Soul? I thought it was Chopsticks. They said it was Heart and Soul. Oh, you're, you're right. Oh, yeah. You're right. I only know this because my sister and I used to play it. Okay. You're right. So they talk about writing vows, and it seems like Jack is struggling to figure out how to write his vows. He looks over to a car arriving, and some random lady's just getting out of it, and then... His wife, to be, reassures him that he's coming. They kiss, and she says, I cannot wait to marry you, Jack Shepard, and walks That's off. So nice. So nice. That's so so nice. nice. Back on the island, Jin arrives at the ER, where Jack is in the middle of a transfusion with Boone. Jin tells Jack about Claire being in labor. Sun translates the rest of the words in Korean. And Jack asks a bunch of questions about uh, the situation. Charlie starts to ask questions about dilation and such. And Jack tells <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> how do we measure this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I like how he's uh, he's trying to help out as much as he can. Oh, Charlie. Trying to he's figure so it cute. out, you know? But Jack could have been like, you know, telling him with how many fingers or something. You know what <laughs> I, I mean? Because isn't that what they kind of do? Well, the, yeah, they check the by doctors? centimeters, and I yeah. think you can use your fingers you as almost fingers. like centimeters. Yeah. yeah, so he could have told him that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're probably right. But Jack tells Charlie to tell Kate to wait until the contractions are 60 seconds apart, and he gives instructions on how Claire can give birth. Pretty detailed as well. Yeah. And, and that Kate is going to have to deliver this baby. So he yeah, tells him I, that. I was like, you know what? Kate is obviously not there. She's with claire still so he's telling son and son is translating this to Jin, and also charlie is there listening and i was like why doesn't son just go to kate but then i'm like oh i guess she needs to stay because jack's not looking so great he's given (laughs) blood so if he passes out she obviously needs to be there she's got to wrangle in jack too like jack gets kind of wily you know she's gonna be like all right take it easy there fella yeah, she's great. She's very cool under pressure. She is. Dude, she's good. Sun is the best. She's pretty great. So at night, Claire says that her contractions magically stopped. And then her water breaks. So, mm. you know, clearly this, this baby's a coming. There's yep. no stopping after the water breaks. Okay, that's when there's no stopping. I th- Yeah, I think that, like, I think you can have contractions and labor and stuff and then they yeah. can stop, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when the water breaks, I think it's go time. Claire is uh, very frantic. She's not ready to accept the fact that she's going to have this baby still. Back at the ER, Boone wakes up and he tries to talk to Jack. He tells Jack about the plane that fell that he was in. Mm, He leaky buckets. He does, yeah. And he says, John said not to tell about the hatch. And Jack's like, what, 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 what? And he's asking for more details as Boone sort of trails off saying, Shannon. 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 Oh, Shannon boy. Isn't that a song? Is that an Irish oh, song? Oh, Shannon boy. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Danny boy. It's oh, Danny boy. <laughs> oh, Danny boy. But I was going oh, with Shannon it. boy. Oh, Shannon boy doesn't make any sense. No. Oh, uh, boy. Name. Tis the season. So 
cut to smoochies with Shannon and Saeed smooching wow, wow, on the we beach. Wow, wow, we was. She's, and uh, I made a note here. She's in the passion suite, like The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Isn't that what they call them? The passions. I oh, you don't. You don't watch those shows, huh? Any of those shows? <laughs> I, I'm ashamed that I let that slip. I that I've seen am these. So glad that you let it slip, <laughs> and you are not cutting that from Hold this. On. No, I won't cut it. I'll tell you what it is, so I can fill you in. Okay, so, please do. I don't know if for sure it's called the passion suite, but it's something like that. Okay, I'm so near the near the end of the season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, once they get down to like the last three or four like contestants, mm-hmm. the bachelor or bachelorette has the option to have an intimate night together with these Fantasy contestants. Fantasy suite? Fantasy suite, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So they they have a they have an inti- intimate night at the fantasy suite and this is what it reminded me of. I was like, oh she's getting to go to the fantasy suite on the beach at night. But you haven't seen the show, so it doesn't quite connect like no. I was hoping it would. Uh, <laughs> Thank so she you for tells, explaining it to me. <laughs> you're welcome. She Your tells, vast uh, knowledge of, <laughs> of, the bachelor of reality TV. <laughs> it's Amy's fault, not mine, okay? I watch no reality TV. Yeah, no, don't for, start with that. <laughs> except for RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, right. So she tells Saeed about how Boone is her stepbrother. And that Boone is kind of in love with me, is what she says. You know. Yeah. And Saeed asks if she's in love with him back. He's taking it very well. (laughs) Yeah. Shannon says she does love him, but not in that way. And Saeed says, maybe we should go back. And she says she doesn't want to go back. She wants to take it slow, though, with uh, Saeed. Yes. In the fantasy suite. And he's the perfect gentleman. Yeah, and he's totally cool. And with he it. said, "You know, I had no expectations." And she's like, "No expectations." She kind of like looked around. And he said, "Yeah, I'm like hopes. really, Saeed, with all of this." Well, it's he a said, big "Swing, hopes, pal, not expectations." <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, which yeah. was very nice, very honest, very, very honest, and yeah. very nice, and very, very gentlemanly, nice. respectful. And he could get it. <laughs> he could get it. Yeah, he <laughs> what? Could get it. <laughs> he could get it. Okay. All right. So Charlie arrives to Kate. <laughs> Charlie Charlie arrives to Kate and Claire and tells her about how Jack is in mid transfusion and that Kate was going to have to deliver the baby. Jin talks Korean to Claire and she opens up to him saying that she's scared. And yeah, Kate, it's really sweet. So he's kind of like kneeling down like trying yeah, to calm her down and he's just like with her. speaking talking korean to her speaking korean to her i don't know what the difference is (laughs) you can't talk or speak it's the same same deal it's not the same grammatically it should be speaking okay but um (laughs) uh but yeah it's very it's just very nice that he's like comforting her like you know we've we've seen a lot of different sides to Jin, but mostly we've seen his not so great side, yeah. you know, his like kind of angry, aggressive side. And here right. he is like being very a calming tender. presence. And yeah. yeah, very tender. It's very nice. It's and very Kate, gentle. Kate admits that she's also scared, and yeah. but they're going to get through this together. Yeah. Back in the ER, Boone seems to be out and Jack's not looking too healthy. He's kind of no. pale. He's sweating, sweating. a lot. Yeah. yeah. And Sun tells him that uh, he's given Boone enough blood. Well, she says, you've given enough. Yeah, you've given enough. I don't think she's just talking about blood. Oh, that's true. 
Yeah, multi, uh, multi-meanings here. Mm-hmm. Jack walks up to Hurley and asks where Michael is. Hurley says, whoa, dude, you okay? You're looking kind of goth. <laughs> <laughs> Hurley, you know, telling it like it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love his way with words. Mm-hmm. Flashback to Jack drinking next to a pool at night. And his dad, Christian Shepard, Dr. Christian Shepard, sidles up next to Jack to share a bottle with him. Jack tells him about the vows that he's trying to write. And Jack's dad reads through them. And he says, they're nice. And Jack says, those are her vows. <laughs> and um, her vows were pretty cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty cheesy. Okay? Yeah, but most most vows are, you know? It's I know, hard but to... like there was nothing. And I know he was just reading segments of it, but I was yeah. like, there's nothing personal in these. It's like just pulled from, you know, it's like lines pulled from books. Yeah. Like, you know, like my- You are my ship in the fog. <laughs> not even that <laughs> ship in the fog i think that's you'd want a lighthouse in the fog <laughs> yeah it's from wedding crashers they say something about ship ship stuff oh god they have so <laughs> many great ship puns yeah. Ugh, that's another movie i need to watch again oh, that's a great movie it's so a funny phenomenal movie so good um, but yeah she's like my heart races when i see you and like yeah and i'm like come on there's this is not there's no imagination in this <laughs> You're like, there's wah, no wah, creativity yeah hmm. <laughs> Jack's dad says that Sarah's a beautiful girl, and he asks Jack if he loves her. Jack says he does, but tells his dad about his concerns about becoming her husband. And he says, should I marry her just because I saved her? And Christian tells him, he's just not good at letting go. Jack says, what if I can't be the husband or the father that I want to be? Yeah. And Jack's dad says, commitment is what makes you tick, Jack. The problem is you're just not good at letting go. Yeah, these are these are kind of important lines, so I'm yeah. glad you filled in some of the blanks here. Yes, I thought I had welcome. like the gist mm-hmm. of it, but you know, you really, really. Uh, well, I also wrote really it down through here. <laughs> I also wrote it down because I feel like it's probably a fear that maybe a lot of men and women before yeah. entering into a marriage have these kinds of fears. Like, what if I can't be a good husband and father? What if I can't be a good wife and mother? If that's what you choose, you know? Like, oh yeah. I think these are fears that um, that come up for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And they don't end after you get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut back to Jack and Michael, who are checking out uh, a Dorotine. That's what I called it. But it's a cargo hatch <laughs> that uh, they're figuring that they could use a to chop off Boone's. I was like, what? <laughs> Boone's I leg. get it now. <laughs> yeah, it's like a cargo hatch that like opens. It's like a slidey door. Yeah. You know, so you could throw slidey something hole. in it. And yeah, and let the the door come down really hard, like a guillotine, like a guillotine, a dorotine. Yes. I had yeah. to work that out. I didn't understand work that out. what yeah. that was. <laughs> so it's like Ovaltine, we, what? Ovaltine. Always remember to drink your dorotine. <laughs> we cut to Kate and Claire in the birthing suite. That's what I call it this area now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the trees, the fallen tree. <laughs> fallen tree is now the birthing suite in the middle of the jungle. Kate tells Claire to start pushing, and Claire starts holding her breath, refusing to listen to Kate. And Claire says that the baby knows that she wanted to give it up for adoption. So Claire's having this sort of struggle about having the baby because she thinks it's not going to work out because of how she was going to give the baby up for adoption. Yeah, she thinks the baby's aware of that. Babies know these things. Right. (laughs) Uh, Kate reassures her that the baby knows that she cares about the baby now yeah. and then they start pushing 
We cut back to Boone, who's now coughing up blood. And Jack... Oh, wait. Before that happens... Yeah. Charlie... There's like a moment where Charlie wants to like rush over mm-hmm. to Claire when she's starting to push. Right. And, and Jin just kind of like stops him. He holds <laughs> him back. Sort of, yeah. He's <laughs> sort of like, nah, man, you don't want to go over there. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? Like, <laughs> yeah. They got it under control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we cut back to Boone, who's now coughing up blood. Jack then starts to move Boone with Michael and son starts yelling at him saying he can't save him. And Jack yells back at her saying, don't tell me what I can't do. That's a lockism. That is a lockism. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know what? I was wondering when someone would need an amputation. Like, I was yeah. like, I feel like that's going to happen at some point <laughs> on this island. And I didn't make a prediction about it. But yeah, I mean, I was thinking more along the lines of like, maybe someone gets bit by a snake and they have, you know, whatever, oh, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Here we go. We're, we're going down amputation lane. So they <laughs> set. Well, it's not a lane I want to go down. <laughs> they set. They set around. Boone up in the cargo hatch, the door routine, and Jack looks up to Sun, who just stares down Jack, and she's got this look on his face, like very incredulous, like, like don't do like, it, you don't need to do this. this yeah, is not gonna save him. And Jack just stares back at her, and then he looks down at Boone, ready to slice off the leg, but seems like he's starting to rethink it a little. Mm-hmm. And then we flash back to Jack's wedding with Sarah. It's time for him to say his vows after she says hers. Yeah, so they're at the at the the altar. They're at the altar, as you as you will. As you will. I'm like, I'm like, okay. So I guess she's not leaving him there. And then I was like, oh god, I hope he doesn't just like run out. This would be the worst. Like this would be (laughs) unforgivable. (laughs) Yeah, he does the old Jack scramble right right up the aisle. I gotta go. Gonna do Ah, it. Somebody needs saving. I don't (gasps) know who. My doctor yeah, I can see that tingling. <laughs> yeah. Nope, that doesn't happen. But that doesn't uh, happen, thankfully. It's time f- for him to say his vows. He stalls and he stays silent. And then he admits he hasn't written any vows after trying for a month. And he says he's not good at letting go or afraid to fail. And Sarah's face is sort of like, uh, you know, she's uh, starting to break what, a little bit. What's yeah. happening here, <laughs> yeah, buddy? Yeah, something's happening. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> But he he admits that he wouldn't be <laughs> he able wouldn't. to <laughs> to write anything as beautiful as what she said. And he tells her that she got it all wrong in her speech. He didn't fix her. She fixed him. <gasps> and then they cry and they kiss. It reminded me of the the like who saved who bumper stickers for like adopting animals. Have you ever seen those? Nope, never seen those. Oh yeah, there's like a little, you know, like this little like heart sign or mm-hmm. heart and then like paw and it says who saved who. And it's, <gasps> I have seen these. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. about adopting animals. I don't know if it's like a specific organization that puts them out or right. what, but right. I always yeah. see those and I, I'll like say it to Dave and I'm like, Dave, who saved who? <laughs> Talking about like Appa and he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. So we cut to Jack's hand is on the cargo door. He's about to chop Boone's leg off. And at this point, this yeah. is a moment when I was like, I fucking knew it. Pat, yeah. you leaky bucket bastard. And this what? is what I this is what I texted <laughs> you. I was like, Boone's gonna fucking die. And Uh-oh. that's why he has no more oh. flashbacks. And you yeah. leaky bucketed that. Yeah. God yeah. damn it, Pat. In my defense, I didn't remember whether he died or not. So well, yeah, but the I fact read that a you piece told of me trivia. he had no more flashbacks, I was like <laughs> 
I read a did, piece of trivia that okay. said this is the one, and I didn't put it together. Okay, so but did I the trivia for say myself, this? Perhaps did the too. trivia say that this could be spoilers? No, to certain plot that. points. No, nope. okay, because that's what usually like there are some trivia on Buffy yeah. that I don't read because of that. Right, and they yeah, no. they have a separate section like I'm pretty these, sure these trivia pretty contain sure. important plot points or something. Pretty sure it wasn't under the spoiler mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my the story. I'm sticking by it of all time. So, anyways, Jack's hands on the cargo door, and it's about to chop Boone's leg off. Mm. Boone wakes up saying, "Wait, I'm all messed up inside. You know it." And Jack doesn't want Boone to give up. Boone says. He knows that Jack made a promise and that he's letting him off the hook. He says, let me go, Jack. Jack comes closer to Boone and says that he's sorry. And Boone says, don't be. We cut to Claire, who's pushing a baby out. And Charlie hangs back with Jin. Lots of labor, lots of pushing. And then we get a magical moment. Magical moment. Where baby starts crying and Kate baby brings the baby up cries. to Claire. Newborn Jack, baby. Jack did not tell her what to do with the umbilical cord. No, Amy mentioned that too. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I was like, what does she do with the umbilical she's cord? She's like, there's still the placenta the umbilical cord. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know when that needs to be cut. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess it can hang out for a little while, and it's that's a okay. whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole you thing. You don't know? Oh, I know. I was there. I was there. Things. But how long can happen. it stay for? Oh, um. I mean, that usually it's cut right away, right? Uh, no, you can cut it right away, but sometimes you. I think. I think it's up to the parents and the doctors and like mm-hmm. your birth plan. But I know some parents try to leave it connected for a little bit because the blood that's still within the umbilical cord, you want it to get to the baby. Oh, so okay. But what is a little it, bit? Like a night, like overnight? Like 10 minutes. No, oh, like 10 okay. minutes. Yeah. So that's still not a long Five, time. Five, 10 minutes maybe. Yeah. I'm thinking like how long will it take them to get back to Jack or Jack to get there? And right. like, can you leave the umbilical cord for that long? I don't know. Yeah. No, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> don't <Yeah>. ask me. <laughs> I've seen it all happen, but, you know. (laughs) Umbilical cords remind me of (laughs) E.T. What? They remind me of his fingers. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Well, that's a a visual I never thought I would have. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. Uh, Phone home. (laughs) Phone home. Umbilical cord. Oh, gross. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, I don't want to. I, I don't want to shame birth or anything like that. That's not what I'm trying to do here. This is just no, I don't my, think these are my fears that I'm bringing to the podcast. This yeah. is why I have not had children, and yeah. maybe never will. Maybe will. I don't know. Who knows? Well, you know what's crazy about birth though is like I'm a very skeevy person. I get skeeved out really easily, especially yeah. with medical stuff. Like I can't even walk through a hospital without having feeling like my skin is crawling. Yeah. But when both of my kids were born, it's like when you're in the moment, it's just like, it's like you're playing football. It's like <laughs> you don't even care. It's just like, yeah, let's, let's get into it. You know, like it's not, it really didn't skeeve me out the same yeah. way. It's different. I mean, it's that weird. makes sense. You're bringing yeah, something a, a kicks life in. into Yeah. Into your, your brain takes over in a way that you wouldn't expect. And yeah. it, it no I, longer becomes. 
I'm probably you know. still, if I do have children, going to think like, well, this umbilical cord looks like E.T. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost guarantee you if you have a baby, that's not the thought you're going to have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it probably won't be my first thought. But Just be down the road a little bit and be like, you know. Depends on how, ma- how many drugs I'm on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. So the music swells as the baby comes up to Claire. And then Charlie Jin come closer. Claire is elated. She cuddles her newborn baby. Yeah. We cut back to Jack and Boone. Boone breathes heavily and says, tell Shannon, tell I. Then Boone dies. Oh, I thought she said, I thought he said, tell Shannon, don't. Nope. Nope. He just says, tell Shannon, tell I. And, that, and then that was it. Oh, I thought yeah. he said, don't. No, I'm pretty sure it. Um, I'm pretty sure it yeah, so I'm mad that Locke took off like a coward. Yeah, and didn't take responsibility for this. And I was also like, can't Jack at least euthanize Boone in some way? Oh, never mind, he's dead. <laughs> like as I was <laughs> typing the sentence, he died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so Boone, I was like, oh, Boone goes never the mind. dynamite. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that one? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so from here. We go to an old classic musical loss oh, montage. Yeah. Oh yeah, montage great moment. stuff. We haven't got the eye shot for a while for the beginning, but Thank we are goodness. getting the classic musical loss montage. Yeah. So we see Claire arriving on the beach with the new baby, music swelling. The other survivors crowd around, everybody's happy. And then off down the beach, we see Shannon and Saeed walking back to the group. Jack sees them, and he starts to head in the direction down the beach. And Jack's got this look of dread in his face, yeah, like, I got to deliver some bad news. Yeah. yeah. He didn't deliver a baby, but he is going to deliver some bad news. Some bad news is all he's delivering this week. From afar, Shannon looking quite a bit shocked, as you can imagine. Back to the cute baby who sleeps in Claire's arms. Aww. And we cut to Shannon, who visits Boone's body. She cries over him. Very emotional. Yeah. Jack's on the beach with a backpack, looking a little distraught. Kate comes up to sit with him, and she asks if he wants to talk about Boone dying. She's like, you want to talk about it? Champ. And Jack says, he didn't die. He was murdered. And then he turns to walk away. No, he said, he didn't die. And he puts on his backpack, and he turns away, and he says, he was murdered. You got to <laughs> put some murdered. passion and inflection into it, Pat. Sorry, I'm not putting the He's passion not into like, it. He didn't he was die. Murdered. He was murdered. Yeah, you're right. You know, you <laughs> he gotta... didn't die. He was murdered. There you go. Murdered. Murdered. <laughs> and then he turns to walk away, and she asks, "Where are you going?" And then he turns back and he says, "To find John Locke." <gasps> Bottom. Boom. That's what you get for taking off like you're real guilty about something, Locke. Yeah, geez, sounds like Jack is off hunting the Loch Ness Monster. Am I right? Good luck, because he's probably on his lockabout. While he's out there, if he finds a bunch of birds, most likely it will be a lock of seagulls. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) You couldn't hold back any longer. I couldn't, I couldn't. I knew I'd get you sooner or later. Luck of seagulls, get out of here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I had one more, but I felt like yeah, it was one too many. So. No, say it. 
Ah, you don't want this one. I do. I bet when he was a kid, <laughs> he used to tell a lot of lock lock jokes. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I should have ended on lock of seagulls. Yeah. Well, that's why I did. <laughs> you pressed me for more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. So I got some trivia. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to read through your trivia real quick to make sure it doesn't include any potential spoilers? Yeah. Yep. We're we're safe. We're safe here. Good. Okay. This is the last uh, episode that that Locke is in. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, I know Um, that's not the case. (laughs) uh, The title is a portion of... Of the Hippocratic Oath doctors taking vow take vows to, first yes. and foremost, do <laughs> no harm. <laughs> and you know what? It's also a, a pagan creed and harm at none. Do what you will. Oh, okay. Jin's handcuff has mysteriously disappeared in this episode that he's oh, wearing yeah. in his hand. Yeah. It was on for like one shot, I think, and then it was off on like the next shot or something. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. So as Kate is getting back up after falling and breaking the alcohol in her backpack, she can be heard mumbling the F word under her breath. (gasps) My (gasps) word. My word. Potty mouth Kate. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Great Scott. I did not hear her say this in the moment. I didn't either. Yeah. I mean, I probably heard her mumble something, but I didn't think that it was the F word. I mean, that's what probably what I would have said if I felt like that. Oh, yeah. Jack is worried about whether his father will show up at the wedding, but there's no mention of where his mother's at. No, he doesn't care about his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. No, we only care about daddy issues in yeah, the show, not mommy issues. I was, thinking about, issues. I was yeah. thinking about that too. Yeah, only daddy issues. <laughs> only daddy issues. Apparently we, Buffy too. <laughs> right, a lot of daddy stuff, huh? Yeah. Ooh. It's the patriarchy, am I right? Mm. Mark tells Jack that he'll be fine after about eight beers. Eight. Oh. It's a number. Number yeah, thing, right? Yeah, and then he'll throw up 15 times. <laughs> Eight beers and I'd be dead. Really? <laughs> I would Eight be beers? dead. <laughs> What's the max beers you can have? Like three? I don't, well, I don't drink beer, generally speaking, but um, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to test this out this <laughs> no, weekend. I'll get back to you. No, let's not put this to the test. <laughs> Dave's going to text me and be like, what the hell did you put what her up to? What did you do? <laughs> She's swinging opera around by his back legs. <laughs> no, that's on coffee. <laughs> oh, right. That's on coffee. Yep. And that's all I got for trivia. Cool. Cool. Wow. What what a wild ride these two what episodes were. a wild ride. Completely different on the spectrum of tone and message. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. Favorite so, moments. What was your favorite moment of Buffy? There's so many. Trapdoor. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> Trapdoor is really good. I really like, uh, I got to go when uh, Ted either says the Parcheesi line or says the gravy <laughs> line. I love the gravy line. You want a little gravy, want a little with, gravy that? with that? Yeah. <laughs> when he starts wigging out and malfunctioning, that's my favorite part. I love yeah. that. It's I mean, good stuff. it's a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about mine, you? mine is Jenny saying, say goodnight, big guy. <laughs> <The> shooting <laughs> giant. That was good, too. That was a good. 
<laughs> yeah, tough talk. A, shoot Giles in the back. <laughs> it's a toss up between that and then Buffy hitting Ted with the um with the uh, cast iron skillet pan. and yeah. saying, "This is my house." <laughs> but I gotta go, with Jenny. Yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, lost. What's your favorite moment? Um, the I I think just the partnering up, the Jack and Son kind of partnering up, and the Kate and Claire. And then even Jin, like just the the coming together and partnering that this episode has. So that's not like a one moment, I guess, but yeah, I don't know if you'll let that slide. I'll let it slide. Okay, thanks. My favorite moment is the beautiful musical montage oh, at the of end. Of course when it we is. We get the baby and everybody's smiling, everybody's having a good time. Happy. So emotional. Yeah. Now, but now Great they're music. not going to be so happy once this baby is screaming in the middle of the fucking night and everyone's waking up. <laughs> nah. And nah. monsters are coming after them because now they know where they are because baby. Well, yeah. Well, that's why we'll you shouldn't see. have a baby in a zombie apocalypse. What show wins? Oh, Lost. Buffy. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're giving it to Buffy? <laughs> giving it to Buffy. I am very surprised. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, yeah. yeah. You got some severe daddy issues, Pat. <laughs> What's that you're supposed like, to mean? You're like, yes, Ted falling down the stairs. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He's a robot. He's a robot. He's a, a robot-nator. Robot. He's a robot. <laughs> I want Nobody cares you about Ted. to talk to a therapist about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whew. Yeah. No, I just thought it was uh, silly and just good fun, you know? Just enjoyable. Creature feature. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me I'm going lost because I was, you know, edge of my seat. Yeah. For me, it's too much emotions. Too much human emotion for me. Right. And I like the <laughs> I need more robot slaying. You're like, you know I, what need, I'm I need father figures falling down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, but he was barely a father figure, though. He was like uh, he was like, like just some dude, some lame dude. How about a nice robot. day the park, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes you feel like you're 18 again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man such good stuff john ritter rest in peace gone too soon oh is he dead yeah yeah oh, he i didn't died. know that yeah he died pretty young too oh, um well. rest in peace john ritter so new predictions now remember we have new limits on our predictions we can only do two we can only do two this is more of a you know problem for you pat than it is for me yeah prediction number one for me for buffy mm-hmm. We will have no mention of this robot, Ted, anymore, even okay. though there should be some discussion considering Buffy could be framed for manslaughter and all of this and be tried. I think they might mention, like, talk it away, like, next episode in, like, one or two lines. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the end of that. They're just going to tie up that little loophole, that little plot hole. Okay. Okay. That's prediction one. Prediction two. Boy, I feel more pressure than ever to come up with a second prediction. Um, I mean, you can have only one. Oh, true. You yeah. don't have to have two. Our max is just two. All right. I'm going to go with just one this week. Because you, you wanted to do one, and I pushed That's for true. two because I felt like with Lost, there's always going to be a backstory that I need to predict, and then yeah. there should be something else too. But that's yep. not really the case with Buffy. Right. So I'm just going to stick with one. So- so like many monsters of the week before, Ted is just lost to the ether and no one lost will ever talk about him again. Yeah, even though it's a huge like life issue that this should be, this whole thing, this should really yeah. shake 
shake their like home well life how up. about this for how about this for a prediction i'll ask you and you can make okay. a prediction about this do yeah. you think do you think uh joyce will date again do you yeah. think there will be any more men in her life yeah yeah she'll date again okay so there you i don't go. think it's Two gonna be very often but it's gonna it's gonna happen every once in a while yeah mm-hmm. there you go there you go what Two are your predictions. predictions for lost all right, so the next backstory I think is going to be Claire or Kate. Mm-hmm. And this episode started right back up where we left off, but I don't think the next one will. Like, I don't okay. think we're going to be, at least I don't think we're going to be following Jack or Locke. Huh. You know, like, I don't think we're going to follow that storyline. Right. We're but cut I, away. I think that because these two are gone for now. Mm-hmm. We're going to get another attempt to kidnap Claire or the baby, and it'll be up to Saeed, Sawyer, and Michael to defend the camp. Okay. Hmm. How's that for a prediction? That's a good prediction. Seems like you really put a lot of thought into that I one. I did. Well, you, you know, insulted me by telling me <laughs> that my predictions were pretty lame and lackluster <laughs> lately, so I had to step up my game. and See that? A little shaman never hurt yeah, anyone. like... <laughs> I didn't cry about it or anything. <laughs> Stay up late thinking about it. <laughs> Great. All right. What's the one thing that you want to recommend someone to read, watch, or listen to? Mm, probably should have written it down, huh? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you mine. Yeah. You you tell me yours first. Uh, mine is Whose Line Is It Anyway, which is right now on oh. HBO. I've been wanting to rewatch that. I don't know if Amy would be into it, so I have to ask her. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I I mean, I was I've been kind of like mopey a little bit lately, so it's just been a fun thing to watch. Um yeah. and I'll just throw it on like when I'm eating lunch or something because it's not a long thing to watch. It's like, you know, 20 minutes or whatever, and then I can get back to my work. Yeah. Um but I wouldn't recommend watching like a ton back to back because it'll get old pretty quick, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. Very nice. fun. Good, good, good fun comedy. I just checked my litter box. I don't have any movies logged for the past week. <laughs> it which is like you said litter box. <laughs> litter box. I just checked my litter box like, and you don't I didn't a, drop anything in there you this don't week. Have a <laughs> so it's been a good week. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, but I haven't watched any movies, which is slightly troubling to me. I'm not sure what's up with that. Wow. <laughs> Got to ask some questions around the house here. Yeah. Um, but Don't I, watch anything with father figures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I did watch. We were actually struggling to find a new show after we binge watched the uh, WandaVision. So, what about Shit's Creek? Yeah, we're still watching that. Uh, but, you know, we usually have a couple shows going at mm. a time. So we won't watch just Shit's Creek at night. Um, so we were looking for a new show, and after scrolling for a long time, Amy forced me to watch the Kaminsky Method because she was complaining that uh, I couldn't I couldn't come down on a decision for anything. And then she mm. was like, "Look, there's a bunch of old guys doing funny things. You're gonna love this. Just just it's just you're right speed here. Just old guys doing funny, silly things. You'll love it." And I'm like, "I don't want to watch this." And she's like, "You're watching it because I just I couldn't decide anything." So. Yeah. We watched it, and I'll tell you what, I loved it. <laughs> okay. It was very funny, first episode at least. I don't so know Kaminsky anything about method. it. It's got Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin in it, and Michael Douglas plays oh, like an acting coach. Oh, yes. Yeah. I love Alan Arkin. Yeah. 
so it's it's a funny show and i recommend it so far, i definitely now that you're episode. saying that i've seen i feel like i've seen the previews for it but this was a yep. while ago yep good All stuff right. cool cool All let's right. close this thing out let's do it so Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate us five stars. Always remember, leave us a nice review. And tell your friends about us. Tell your friends, spread the word, all the Follow good stuff. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. And send us emails to KickStreamPod at gmail.com. And if you're going to include spoilers in the email, just make sure... You put, you know, like, spoiler Buffy or spoiler Lost in the subject line. Leaky and Bucket. Then, yes. <laughs> or Leaky <laughs> Bucket. <laughs> and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickingstreaming.com. Yeah. And, and remember. Remember. Streaming. streaming. Is. Is. Always. Always. Better. Better. With. with friends. friends. You want some gravy with that? <laughs> How about a game of Parcheesy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to work that into the show from now on. Yeah. Just little, little malfunctions <laughs> to keep the show fresh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next week for another normal episode of Kicking and Streaming. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.